Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm going back. To where the beach is near, the beer is dear, the plenty of women out of the crowd. Walk your hand in one second, the whistle is gone, the and smoke is over at your back. By the riverside, no, I'm being told that average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forforfeiting the championship match. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Get it right and drive it clean out over the fence. Now he's a piece of carbon. In the bookie shop, I don't. Okay, here we are, lads. Episode seven. Great to be here again. Uh, great reaction last week, lads, to the Gino interview. It's still, it's still picking up the numbers. Gino is a bit of a legend. Top man. One interview. Very popular man in this town, that's for sure. Sure is. I'll tell you who won a popular man, not who is not a popular man in this town, with its rich, rich Celtic heritage, is Ronan Moriarty. We <coughs> um, got a few uh, threatening texts or yeah. DMs into the Twitter page there today, Ross. Yeah, into the uh, off, off pseudo accounts. So people were getting in there, creating false accounts to come in and... Uh, there wasn't a false account. No, no, it was not. <laughs> was it? Oh, I his name. Oh, right. I thought he said, Roberto, you know who this is. It's been very uh, well, ominous. Yeah. It was a master of Donis, yeah. I, I suppose I better apologise to the Sligo fans or Celtic fans in Sligo. Um, yeah. But look, we were trying to make some money. Now, I wasn't right, actually. So I definitely have to apologise twice. It was a badly thought out bet. Um, and I suppose Celtic, even a broken clock is right twice a day, you know, so they have to win at some stage. <laughs> wow. Um, Ronan is welcoming Foley's bear for now. Still though, I think. Um, <laughs> big shout out, Wardy. Wardy will get you. He'll catch up to you at some stage. He will. He will. I've had a few correspondences with him over the last couple of days. So. Jesus. Yeah, he's not happy. Those Celtic fans, huh? At least they got they got a win at the weekend. Two wins back to back now, so they'll be happy yep. enough. Thanks for dropping me there, Ross, because I actually going to I was actually going to say up the bully boys and then when I said it now. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of stopped myself and then you talked but I said uh, it hello <laughs> hello <laughs> um, so yeah lock the week let down by the Celts um, we have, it's been gone off it hasn't been a winner for a few weeks um, I was just thinking that there's a lot of text well uh, we do a lunchbox mm. food segment yeah. I think we might have to change the, the Sligoway sports pot we'll have to put the sport in inverted yeah, commas yeah, I think yeah, cause, yeah. Um, and the lunchbox we talk a lot about food and a lot of people are asking us to do a a, de- a deep dive sport. into our lunchbox. Competitive eating is a sport. Yeah. Nutrition is very important in sports. So. The famous yeah. Joey Chestnut. And a man you saw tell me um, kebab meat is one of the richest, nutri- most nutritious 
cuts of meat you can get. And who was telling you that? I won't name him. I won't name him now. Um, <laughs> we used to go secretly together, actually. <laughs> In each other's cars. <laughs> but uh, did you any take with this weekend, lads? I, I was healthy now. I had a classic Indian Saturday night. Lovely. Uh, yeah, really, really good. Butter chicken? But I had the butter chicken, would you believe it? Oh, mouth's watering here, Oscar. Yeah. No, no takeaway, but we had a, uh, a, a early Christmas meal. We went full. full Tea and on. Hitch? Yeah, we went full oh. turkey and ham on the Saturday. Oh my God. Um, I don't know oh, if I like that. Uh, garlic, potatoes, gratin. Yeah. Oh, gratin um, potatoes. Oh, it's oh, a quality we went, we went side. All out croquettes. Um, Brussels sprouts? Yeah, Brussels sprout croquettes. What the fuck's a Brussels sprout croquette? <laughs> no, yeah. Not a Brussels sprout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> parsnips Parsnips the bastards yeah. <laughs> Breaded parsnips Yeah right. Yeah, yeah lovely Child Brussels sprouts What? Child Brussels sprouts Didn't actually have Brussels sprouts Should have yeah. Christmas dinner No so. I know yeah Sorry I should have to eat something For the big day yeah. Yeah. Did you stuff it? Sauce, what? Oh yeah Stuffing and everything yeah oh. And you know what the, Look it was it was sensational now um, The culinary skills Of Jason East And uh, Marie Sheridan They really put a spread together Wow The nicest thing though Was Sunday A few cans of Saturday night Nothing over tipping point Or anything but The next day The leftover <laughs> sandwiches were, Sorry, the sandwiches were sensational. Oh yeah, no, I, I was trying to, I was, I was trying to think of that chef Ainsley Harriet. It's going to compare to Jason Hayes, but I was about to say Lenny. It's going to call him Lenny Henry. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same person, I hope. <laughs> oh, Don French's. Yeah, they divorced a good fight, aren't they? Lenny Henry and Don French. Yeah, yeah. Since the Vicar Dibley went down, got released in the mainstream. It's gone Where down. have we gone? <laughs> Yeah, Lenny Henry, actually, no, I'm not going <laughs> to, um, nothing myself, nothing myself, no takeaway. Good man. But, I actually doubled up, by the way, because I had a few pints yesterday. Oh no, God, it's no, for the old picking house chicken curry then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, surely, surely you'd eat while you're, eating your, you're drinking your pints as well. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I had a pepperoni pizza or something yeah. in, in the Belfry, but uh, yeah, I was climbing the walls at half five this morning. And it was yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> the, the lunchbox uh, segment is off to a crack. So I, yeah, I, I was in a shop today of an awful... I've known I'm an awful man for the fizzy drink, and I saw I changed it up today. And I seen a bottle of TK Orange, Orange, TK Orange. Cat's piss is all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! I remember the last time I was in TK Orange was we're out in, in a scone for the Black Pig Festival, right? And uh, it was for the Jaeger bombs. It was um, no <laughs> no Red Bull. They gave us the fizzy TK lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Passed over the counter. It's like there you go, lad. Have your Jaeger bombs with that? And I was like, ah, of course. <laughs> it turned out the red lemonade was so good for you then. In the end, was it, or was that a rumor? What? The red lemonade? Yeah, major heart flutter or something. Really? I don't know, I could be making that up, to be honest. <laughs> well, that TK orange made something in my body flutter, I tell you that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I didn't do much. You had a few pints, Marty, did you? I had a couple, yeah. Just just a couple to take the edge off a of Sunday, you know. Um, nice. Yeah, I feel okay today, though. I watched, um, I watched actually a few scary films over the years that I couldn't watch when I was younger. I remember they were on, and I know it's too shit scared. What? We watched The Exorcist in my house one night. Really? Me and you? You were there, yeah, oh, staff. Oh, we were very uh, yeah, spooked like after. That. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're about 19, weren't we? <laughs> and, think we're, yeah, we're about, no, I think we're about 17. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're at the end of the night, we're going to sleep, and I think staff went into my attic instead of oh, my accident. Now, there's, something, there's, different, there's a different story to that. <laughs> I was in the attic screaming. Right? Yeah, we done a power hour. Yes. With, yes. Yeah, with Samson Cider. Yeah, so, <laughs> the power hour, and then watch The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, so they weren't normal. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I watched Cape Fear with De Niro. Um, oh, what else? Uh, Shining. Jesus. And Shining what was too. the other? There's a new one out there. Oh, yeah. Doctor. What was the other scary? Oh yeah, the Rory Story stand-up comedy sketch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I can't remember the third one. <laughs> Good old stories, huh? Um, before we go on, I want to mention the Pangalon. Yeah. 
Yeah. Poor old Crater getting a bad rep in 2020. Or 20, yeah, 2020. Well, it was the bat first. And then it was, wait a second, guys. It wasn't, it was the pangolin. That's the, that's the public enemy number one. <sighs> Lovely little, l- little Crater. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a pangolin before this year? Pangolin. No, I'll be honest. You I swear it was a Pokemon by looking at it, wouldn't you? Yeah, but if I, any new sports teams uh, do start up around the area, I want them to be called the Pangolins. The, sli- the Sligo Pangolins, yeah. yeah. Or like even the, they were all about combining teams in GA, so like if Leitrim and Sligo do join up, like the, the Northwest Pangolins or... Yeah, that's a nice <laughs> Pangolin, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think <laughs> <laughs> What do we call that now, the, the opening or the lunchbox? Or? Oh, the lunch, that wasn't really lunch, it was just an introduction no, that we are going to do the lunchbox from now on, are we? Okay. yeah. Um, so this I show, just expand that. So the lunchbox will just be what we've covered over the weekend ourselves personally. Or are we, we going to try it? If we keep some food diaries, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or are we going to just are we going to go out and actively go out and about? Oh Jesus, no! <laughs> Walking into the be... restaurant. Oh shit! There's the Sligo Way podcast. <laughs> <laughs> our food. food, food critics. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone licking our asses. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say three or four pints in now. We'd be easy yeah, yeah, yeah. And you want prawn crackers? Of course, everyone <laughs> wants prawn crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Into the Italian. Signor Adrian, Signor Adrian, my pasta. That's a nice a meatball. Italian accent, but looking for prawn crackers. <laughs> the lunchbox, let me come. Christmas lunchbox will be good now. Uh, <laughs> what else? Yeah, so this show is going to be audience driven. We're giving back. Dedicated to the fans. Yeah. Some nice <laughs> prizes to Rovers. Yeah. Fio got that sorted. Lockhill Brewery. Um, so we'll go to that after. We're going to do our usuals. Um, but first of all, Ross. We're on our travels again this week. We're on our travels again. We called out to a man, remember, on Friday evening. Oh, yeah. Um, he wasn't overly impressed about his phone call to the Western people. He's, he's, he was in two minds. Yeah. He was happy that the message got raised and that his, the message was put out there and there was awareness increased in the area, but at the same time he felt it put a mark on his head. Yeah, so he contacted his local guard station and he's actually in witness protection now. He's moved to Carrick... Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> <laughs> just Carrick... Just Carrick and Shure, yeah. yeah, 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 um, yeah. Or just Carrick, yeah. Yeah, Donegal, Donegal, yeah. yeah. Uh, or Carrick Town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Jesus, the poor man, he found a distressed animal yeah. when he's away. He's, he's got a, a lot of love to give. Um, and he's he always feels kind of very soft-hearted. Yeah, but kind. animals kind of you know he just it's not a, not a Doctor Doolittle esque kind of a character, but you know he, he feeds off the talks of the animals. Yeah, yeah. Look, let's let everyone hear. Willie was out looking after some wildlife during the week. Hello, how are you doing? I'm ringing about your ad you have on Dundale. For which? Uh, a bird cage. A kennel. Uh, no, a b- bird cage. Oh, birdcage. Hang on one second. Okay. Sorry, I got birdcage. We'll be back in the Okay. Hello? Yeah, hi. Hello. 35 URF birdcage and a bird. No, I'll tell you what it is. Uh, uh, I live, uh, again, a lake at the back of the house there, you know. And there's an old, there's a little bit, a swan, and he's, he's injured the wing, you know. And I'm looking okay. to, I, I, I want to bring him into the vet, but I've no, nothing, to, nothing suitable to put him into. Is it a fully grown swan? Oh, he's fully grown, yeah. Yeah. Maybe right, well, no, I couldn't uh, give you a ticket if he was... have you tried that? Say that again? Have you rang the DSPCA? I, I, the protection, the, 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 the cruelty protection. 
Sausage, uh, if you ring them, they should come and pick it up. I rang them, but, but it says because it was the wildlife. Okay. And I says to him, but I could see he's visibly hurt. He's in pain. Oh no, is he around your house? Oh God, help us, he's at the back of the house. And I see him there oh, and the rest, no. of him is, the rest of him is flying and the poor old devil tree's running, but he can't fly, you know. And I'm worried so where that, do you live? I'm worried, I, I, I'll tell you where I am. Are, are you familiar with Carrick and Shannon? Carrick and Shannon? Yeah. That's in Leitrim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're from Leitrim? Yeah. Okay, well there should, we're... We're placed in Dublin. Oh, please, Jesus, I, uh, oh, how did I get through? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, is there any, did, did, the, did the RSPCA give you not advise you on to another uh, kind of wildlife rescue place? Aye, they did, in Dublin. They've, they've closed them all down, down the country, she says, because of the cuts. They cannot afford to keep them right. going. They have a centralised place open now, you know. Well... What you could do is if yeah, you can not he can't fly or anything and I'd be afraid the fox should get him, you know. Yeah, I know, but what you could do is if you could get someone to help you, throw a towel over the front head and hold it. He must have got a caught in the fence or something because he's very badly maimed on one side, you see. Right, and is he just walking around your garden? Uh, he's walking around, but, you know, I can see by him that he, he's trying to take off, but he can't do it. Yeah, well, as I said, if you could get someone to give you a hand, put a towel over the bird's head and hold no, it on your lap, uh, drive like it that, that way. It's, it's very disturbing to see it, you know, the poor old fella. I'd, I'd be afraid something happened No, I know though. I feel bad for you because it's not nice to see an animal in pain like that. Uh, I don't know. Have you anyone that can help you? I'll show him on my own here. I did the postman comes once a day, but Harry, uh, he's an old. He doesn't like to stop and talk or anything like, you know. Yeah. I'd be right, I don't right, know what I'd be, you can... I'd be over the rain and... But do you drive? And, and, what's that? Do you drive? No, I, I get the boss into Carrick and Shannon there once a week for the shopping, just. Oh, you get the boss, okay. I don't know if there's... And if any neighbours around? There's one, uh, there's the family next door there, but uh, uh, they're Polish, like, you know, they, they, they don't... You could still ask them, could they bring the birds to vet? It shouldn't, you know, people usually like to help animals. I, 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 but it, I was thinking of it, I was only afraid that they might try and eat it or something. Yeah, you should go in and ask them, can, can they help you? Because, if, you know, if the animal is stressed, then usually people want to help out, so you could ask them. I would, but I don't, some, of my, some of the lads were saying to me at Bingo that... They they eat anything that them show. That they, some of them is, mm, they, they, no, they, they shouldn't eat the bird. That they, they, he says that he he knew of a family that used to trap the swans and eat them. You know. Yeah. Um. Well, if the bird is injured, I don't. I. Okay, that is Willie Rogers again. Um. He's a real bastion of community looking out for wildlife this week. So if you find any wildlife, wild swans, anything around your garden, uh, don't eat them. Ring <laughs> the relevant authorities. Okay, we're going back with the Rovers. Okay, Marty. 
Rovers time. Busy, busy few days again. Busy they're couple days, down, yeah. they? No, they're not. The, the jersey release was the first one. Yeah, the jersey release was lovely jersey, isn't it? Class, yeah, I like it a lot. You know, um, I think, um, <clears throat> I've seen a few people thinking the Man United fans wouldn't like it because it looks like a Liverpool jersey, but I don't think that at all. Actually, my brother said when I showed him, he goes, um, oh, it's, oh yeah, it's, it's like the Liverpool jerseys. And I didn't really know it's until, but no, I don't no, find that. No, it's nice. It's, it's nice. lovely. It's actually, the red that <clears> they've gone for, it's a real throwback and, yeah. you know. You could wear it. <laughs> Where to the gym, to mass, to pubs, pubs, <laughs> funerals, depends, depends, depends who dies. But uh, no, it's lovely, it's got a good reaction. Looking forward to the away ones, we've always had cracking away ones as well. Yeah, we like to, yeah, like any Rover jerseys anywhere, I think they're always, always been decent. I actually, I feel you know, a new bit of red was coming was the big teaser, like. And over a few days before, I was like, I saw this new sign or something weird was happening. Like, I, said, well, I, never, I never even thought of a jersey. Like, and I think, actually, I think they actually said it was going to be a jersey. Gabo, Gabo, Gabo is coming. Or that fucking, it, also the Simpsons, where they, they find the angel. Oh, <laughs> or the yeah, new yeah. shopping centre. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Rovers. Uh, on the pitch, new signings. Yeah. Impressive. Very impressive, yeah. Um, bit of a statement I, I would have thought with, obviously, Greg Bulger. Um, he's, yeah, it's the first time... <clears throat> In a while, I think it feels like we signed like a player like of a that winner, ilk. Like, yeah. yeah, like you know, you're probably going back to maybe that that winter when we signed Northern Quigley in the same. Where we've actually now look, I know Budger has been injured for a couple of years, but like he's had one really bad injury. Um, I think, as far as I'm aware, I don't think he's going to be on crazy money or anything. Um, he'd add a spine. He's a he's a real leader. Uh, he's one of them players, you know, he's playing for the other team. Like well, that. the opposition fans hate going to hit Yeah, him, exactly, yeah. yeah. He's an awful prick. So, um, <laughs> you know, but that's what, you know. You're in the squad. Yeah, you want players like that. Like, um, yeah, 100%. But like, oh, I know he was injured, but Sham still found him fit enough and good enough to start the FA Cup final. Did he start? Did he not start? No, Sorry. Like, come on. I'm going to take that no. back. Uh, to play in the FA Cup <laughs> final. To play in the FA Cup final, yeah. I know, look, he's... I, like, I he's made an idiot of myself here. <laughs> he's been um, a fantastic player for about 10 years in the league now, Um He's someone when we were like back when we were winning trophies and stuff. You always would be looking to sign him, but uh, yeah, very exciting. Yeah, I, I was saying to you. I think you said you're the same yourself when uh, when he announced. I seen on Twitter that he was leaving Chance. I just there could be a sign from us. So I said, no, nah, it won't happen. So it was a bit of a shock. Of a, as yeah, well. yeah, I, I, I seen he had left Chance, but um, I didn't. Yeah, I just didn't didn't think. But obviously, you haven't played he's worked under Buckley already. Yeah, he's worked with Buckley yeah. already, and he's probably played his best football under Buckley actually as well. Yeah, interesting. And Robbie McCourt from Waterford. Um, yeah, I, I think... Impressive I, Waterford this year. Yeah, like most Rovers fans, I I, I kind of... I do I, a bit of searching myself on him. Yeah, not even a Google search, but he like he didn't seem to stand out, but every, everything I've seen from Waterford fans, they're very disappointed to see him go. Yeah. Uh, he played, I think I think he played every minute of the season last year, except I think he was suspended once. Um, he's a centre-back, can play defensive midfielder either. So a bit of versatility about him, but just I think it's adding... Depth, depth. Yeah, proper depth as well. Like you know, like he's yeah, not just for the sake numbers for yeah, the sake. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> so like I think we're up on maybe what eleven or twelve signed now, and just really excited about who we have signed. And I'd say there's a couple more yet to come as well. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, Park's coming back official. I think it was Romeo. That, that was bro- that on after yeah. That was, was after, the, yeah, night, yeah. the night after we. Yeah, uh, he's making up random Romeo songs driving home from somewhere <laughs> the other day at work. Can't remember him now. Oh, what was it? Oh, Pugs, Pugs. Oh, I finished the right. I can't see <laughs> the rest here. Yeah, yeah. We sang again. It's not rude or anything. They announced that very well, the video. Yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was actually, um, yeah, that was. They did some nice videos. They've done a few over the years, haven't they? The uh, digital marketing team deserve a bit of yeah. thumbs up there, anyway. Yeah, thumbs up. Uh, they're going to be my dancer of the week, so. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of one. Um, but they, yeah, that happened as well. Jesus, that's three, three more signings in the weekend. The players have got, I know we touched on last week, it, it's, it's as strong as definitely been. I, I know it has. Yeah. I know it probably has to be going to Europe if you want to 
if you want to try and get true around what's their big names in the balance still Coughlin a few others Coughlin and Junior I suppose would be the two well, one day, I, no, my thinking is one never going out of yeah, I find it's, Romeo, it's hard, hard to keep the three of them. Like, hard right? to keep the three of them. It's, it's hard to know, but I suppose them two and Donnan are probably your only. I can't think of anybody else from last year that hasn't signed yet. Um, like Romeo, Romeo is huge. Like Devers, yeah. he's signed again. Devers hasn't signed yet either. Yeah, um, but yeah, Romeo. Like I mean, such an addition to have back. Like I, we talked about it last week whether he was going to come back or not. I, I, I kind of <coughs> was of the belief that I didn't think we'd see him back, but um, like you're probably. Already looking at having a ten or fifteen goal striker there yeah. for you, you know. Yeah. And in that league, or sorry, in our league or this league or whatever we want to call it, uh, huge commodity. It's they're so hard to find. It's the hardest position I think to find. Definitely in the Irish league, goals the are the hardest in the yeah. aren't Goals and maybe goalkeepers. <laughs> what was the what the Pat Hoban toffa with last year? Sixteen. Yeah. And junior. Yeah. That was it. Something. Junior got it before. I think I seen a stat. Uh, the lads mentioned it on the bit of red uh, podcast. Yeah. Because when we plug in there, oh, the lads. And the lads. Uh, I think Magoo mentioned that he was had the most goals from open play the year before last. Junior right. topped the rankings, but obviously he hit a lot of penalties. So and Romeo had eleven or twelve from open play that season. Good stat, Magoo. Good man for a stat. Um, yeah, that's the Rovers. Well, I don't know. Will be more. I'd say there's going to be one more coming before. Um, I say there might be news in the pipeline. Yeah, yeah, before Christmas and a present. I've seen uh, Sham signed uh, Hor from Dundalk. That's a bit yeah. of a shock. Four years. Like, it's how does he cross over? Like, they did such a rivalry, and he's four years Dundalk, and he's crossed over to Sham. Yeah, it, 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 it's hard to know what Dundalk are going to do though, because like a lot of their bigger players have been linked with moves away. Like there's yeah. talk that they might just bring in a lot of imports. Really? American lads and fellas from young fellas from England. Freddie Adu, please. <laughs> yeah. We're actually myself and Ian Burke were having a conversation about Freddie Adu. I don't Go on. He wouldn't start for overs now. He's playing in the Swedish second. No, he's supposed to be terrible, yeah. He never lived up to his hype. We're all Freddie. Unbelievable football manager when he's thirteen. Yeah. Oh outrageous. <laughs> he was my favourite ever thirteen year old. Um apart from Macaulay Culkin. Uh, <laughs> brief brief look at the not the season so far, but the table in the the Super League. Yeah, you wanted to have a quick chat about it, did you? Well, let's just see who. Yeah, so what are the standards? Because we haven't touched now. We touched on Carter and that, and we haven't really gone in depth. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to go too in depth here, but yeah, we're looking at so in Super League, uh, Carberry played four one four, twelve points. Surprise! Uh, Carter United played four one four, twelve points. Well done. Nice to see. Yeah. Uh, then MCR have three wins and one loss, and then. Manor have only played three games. They have won two and drawn one. So that would make up your top four, along with Strand as well. <coughs> right. Who you bet MCR, didn't you? We beat MCR first day, So yeah. that's the only game they've lost. MCR now have added to the squad since we played them. And they were very good that day against us the first they're day. They're underrated, so. aren't they? They have a nice squad. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely, when, when things come back, they're going to be a, they're going to be a force. Who they're have they signed? Force. They signed um, uh, Mahmoud Mantra, you know, the guy that played for Atlone. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dave Ball. Dave Ball guy, yeah. yeah. So they've him. They, he came in after the second or third game, I think. Okay. So he'll be he'd be a big. Connor Burke sign as well. I don't really play. Chelsea's on. He played Gaelic across the Clare. Oh uh, yeah. He put Rovers yeah. up until yeah, yeah. recently, like so. No, they'll be definitely, and actually, always like then you have like Strand as well. Like they'll always be. We played them. I think our third game, but um, yeah, then kind of down the bottom you have uh, Moat and Balasalera have had tough starts. They've they've lost all four at the minute, but um, they're two actually like Balasalera. I've seen them play twice this season. Very impressed with them now, young team. They weren't too far, too, they weren't looking up against Kyrie, were they? They were, they lost 2 yeah. 0, but they, they were, at 1 0, they were very much in it. They had two yeah. or three great chances. Um, Batty Moat just come up from the bottom league, then you've Merville and Ahna. Um, Tubber have made a good start back to life in the Super League. They're two wins from three. Um, and Arrow Harps as well back in the league, they've, they've won one, drawn two, and lost one. 
Very good. So, so it's all to play for. Yeah, well, looking well, forward to hopefully. Um, yeah, you mentioned last week you don't think you might get back. We might. Yeah, look, I suppose we're living in hope. This is we're training as if we're going back. Yeah, sure. It was more than four games. So I was going to say it's tight, but it's four games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'd hope be tight. Uh, you want to give a special mention to a club? Oh, Chaffield, yeah, just <laughs> Chaffield, just you know. How are they tugging along? Tugging along? Well, the, the Premier League actually, you've got Kalani up there. They've won won their first, won three of their first four. Uh, St John's have won three. Uh, Callery, some big clubs down there. Yeah, you know, Callery, Carrick, Drumhair FC, new addition to the league. They Are you like, out there pitch yet? Yeah, it's very small. Yeah, I was going to ask. Is it supposed to? Be, there's talks, not regulation, no. I think it is just regulation. <laughs> we played Manor there in the league last year. Yeah. And it was like a game of futsal. Jesus, might, might suit a burly centre back like myself for the return <laughs> to Drummond FC. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's 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 very tight. But great to see a team like Drummond. Oh, hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, the likes of Clunamah and Guns. So how are Chaffield getting on? Chaffield getting on. Chaffield have had a tough start, but they were probably missing lads at the Gaelic. Right. Which Chaffield is this? Uh, it's Chaffield United. Right, and they are. They'd be my second favourite. They're the Bundadden team. They're the Bundadden team. Right. Yeah. Rovers were the other place. Rovers were Clunacool. Clunacool. Yeah. They're nowhere near each other. No. <laughs> I think that's what makes the Derby so much more special. <laughs> yeah, I've never, yeah, I've never quite got to the bottom of how they're. I don't know, but I think I'm pretty sure the Bunnad one. There is a town end called Chaffield. Ah, there probably is out in Clunacool as well, is there? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, sure. We'll do a light progress. People got, people got lazy name things. As <laughs> yeah, as yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's hopefully now we might get back in January, but it's, it's hard to know at the minute, isn't it? If that's good, if you strand a shout out, I was going to take a photo, but it got dark. Uh, if the seats in the stand down, I there, heard actually, and yeah. the scoreboard. I don't know if it finished. It was going up when I was looking last week. So serious development in fairness. Two hundred seater stand. Um although they're leaving the lights on at night in the stand. It's just youths are gonna gather there, Strand Celtic. Look, <laughs> listen to me from experience. We the, we they will gather. <laughs> Four of us are still in cans yeah. the night. <laughs> and then you'll be complaining about the pitch is waterlogged. <laughs> right, okay, we'll come back with rugby, Roscoe. <laughs> Thank how are things? How was, the, how was the rugby scene during the week? Rugby scene during the week, uh, we trained Friday night and then Saturday morning we got um, oh. our under-18 coach, Adrian McHale, to take us for a... Uh, Good man. A, a, a test of, of mental endurance and physical stamina. He took us up Cairns Hill. So right. we, we arrived down to the, the sports complex and all took off for a jog. And up took us by right, the waterworks. Up by the waterworks, Heartbreak yeah. Hill, as Josie yeah. Gallier's called it, yeah. Took us up into it and then... Uh, <laughs> Fucker. Oh, it's cat. Like, yeah, I haven't it's, ran it's in... Fun. In months, <laughs> and uh, took us to it, and then basically we just did a couple of laps up, up, up the the, the steep bit and down three three times and back again. But when I was fit, I used to run off it. Would you believe? Oh, yeah. Fair play. Yeah. yeah, not not no more. Heartbreak Hill. <laughs> a shock, a shock to the system. Yeah, but, uh, fair play, Adrian. Good man. Yeah. Um, what else with the Eagles? So we had a couple of couple of Sligo people representing oh, yes. the Connacht Eagles. Three yeah. lads. Three. Yeah. So we had um, Stephen Cairns, um, Donica Byrne started at eight. Stephen started at nine, and, and Hubert was on the bench in the kind of the sub scrum half jersey, presumably. So um, they they lost to Leinster A. It was a very strong Leinster A side. Um, Leinster obviously had all their internationals back. So they pretty much had fifteen internationals coming back into the team. So all of the Leinster players that were you know getting bonus point wins in the Pro Twelve were playing for the. The Leinster A's is extremely strong Leinster side, but um, the, the boys got good minutes, and uh, it was it was Hubert's first appearance for them, so it was great to see him. Um, you seen him training in Galway there a few weeks before. Yeah, it must league. obviously was that. Well, well, yeah, obviously it was the Eagles I was watching actually because yeah. Cairns was there, and but your man 
Paddy Murphy was there. He came on then for the first. Anyways, sorry, yeah, so it was obviously the Eagles, yeah, they were a run-through. I was watching them train, yeah. Yeah, no, so that was good. Then um, yesterday I was texting Adrian, we were watching the, um, the we were flicking between the Hurling and the, the Connacht. Well, actually, Ross, I text you when you were watching it, and you said, no, I switched over to the Hurling. I started with Connacht. Mm. Yeah. You changed I, I didn't have the setup like you, though, two TVs on the go. I did have two TVs on the go. <laughs> back, almost, almost bragging of the, 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 the dual was. sports status, but... Uh, I was wearing a crown and a fur coat. <laughs> we used that a few times already. <laughs> but, uh, Anyways, no, what a performance, yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. I nearly nicked it at the end as well, but no one's seen that coming. But but I was saying to you during the game, any time you get the ball in hand, we're making serious yards. Now, now uh, Racing are a different side when they have the ball in hand, so yeah. it's hard to defend. But, but I, just, I just really, it was kind of really refreshing to see Connacht just absolutely go for it. And the, like they were, they were <coughs> pinging it was the ball around. Pat Lam esque. It was times, very Pat Lam esque, yeah. And then Jack Carthy had a very good game. That crossfield kick ah, was sensational. Outside the right, yeah. see it, no? Connacht. No, no, there was too much sports going on. Yeah, there was game. outside the right. That was an absolute ping. Yeah, like you, I know, I hate. It just got me kind of thinking a little bit though, and I, 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 I don't think that Jack Carty is the answer either. But you know, if you Jack Carty at ten and Sexton at twelve, playing a little bit more brand like that, but like only a year ago he's in the Rugby World Cup, starting the Rugby he World was, Cup, and now he's suddenly just off the. He, he's probably the most cavalier ten that we have. Like he's got a, his skill set is, is phenomenal. Um, yeah. But then again, you know, it's the same as Finn Russell for, for Racing, you know, like it's, it's you'll win you the game or lose the game. Like Carty probably isn't nearly at that level as him, but yeah, that kind of player still. He's not Carty. that young, like, is he? No, I'd say he's mid to late 20s, yeah. Right, right. Um, um, what a cross for kick, yeah. But yeah, they could, did a few knock-ons in the first half. And in fairness, like, they were, what, was it 26-8 yeah, down? Yeah, was struggling as well, Yeah, big it? time, yeah. 26-8 yeah. down, mm. like, what, a, what an attempt away. to come yeah. back, yeah. Keeps them in a bit of contention. It does, yeah, losing bonus points. Like they, yeah, because not many teams get, no one's going to get, a, well, sorry. Not many teams will get a losing bonus point no, over there. Um, and then, like, some massive, like, Alton Delan, I thought was probably man of the match. Yeah, he's I class, know, yeah. He was sensational, yeah. like, he, that was the best he'd played in a long time, he was really up for it, but... Um, the stadium was unreal, yeah, isn't it? I was going to say, the stadium oh, is insane, Have to go to it. Yeah. It's, that would have been some trip. A space dome, like yeah. how like the whole back wall is like a like that's no, a screen, media screen like, but then yeah. the whole roof is just black. Like <laughs> it's. Did you hear the? Did What's you hear the? The, 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 the chance it couldn't be that much. Would it be twenty five thousand maybe? Oh, max. Guess, yeah, it would be about that. The French stadiums are massive. Yeah, the club ones. Yeah, it's like the bowl, the bowl up in uh, Valley Harness in the Connacht <laughs> Centre. <laughs> that's unbelievable as well. I might throw, throw that into the rugby. <laughs> 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 hey, what, what chant was going up? No, just they, they were piping in crowd noise as well. Oh, right, the stadium. sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Angry Frenchmen. Suck le bleu. That's a good few nationalities we've had a go tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when something funny happens, just piped in. Oh, <laughs> 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 it reminds you of uh, no baguettes thrown onto the pitch. No. Oh, geez, you were that's rejected. A, that's a rugby story, yes, actually. Uh, Adrian, you were rejected from a, a rugby match before, weren't oh, you? Oh, it's for throwing a baguette on the I stress as a Frenchman. <laughs> Yourself in the queue there. So we'd had uh, the stripey, we'd berets, uh, the cravat around the neck, uh, stripey t-shirts, big big pop with, <laughs> don't need it now, but a pillow, a pillow onion, onions tied around the neck. Uh, on, onion necklaces <laughs> and baguettes. <laughs> Where? <laughs> the rugby club, there was fancy dress <laughs> and there was a game on and the, we threw, we tr- took a bit of a baguette and threw it on the pitch. Like a bit of a baguette and the ref lost it. This is a, this is a hazard, a trip hazard. Call the halt of the game. The sun could trip over a bit of braid. Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't again until we come and picked it on off the pitch again. Like, and, then, braid. and then let to leave this. Guy, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Outrageous stuff. But yeah, there's a photo of it. I must get it up. <laughs> there's a photo of it. class, yeah. Um, it's good outfits, yeah. Into pennies. Yeah. Um, sorry, where are you going next? <laughs> I, well, I actually, we're getting to that, what I was going to ask you and you said you were going to bring it up anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of serious stuff. Uh, Steve Thompson's interview last week it was fucking it was, it was shocking like it was, yeah, it was heartbreaking scary yeah, very scary 
Um, so forty two. Yeah. So for a world World Cup winning player, Steve Thompson, he's a hooker of that English team that won the um, the World Cup. So he he's come out basically and said that um, you know he's he's showing signs of early dementia. Um, he can't remember it. Yeah, he can't remember the World Cup final. Um, look, it was a, like his Reese is talking about just basically his kids, you know, asking him stuff and getting angry when he when he can't remember, and yeah. you know, it's affecting his his relationships and. It's, just, it's causing him awful anxiety as well. So him, himself and I think there's about a lot of ex-professional players. About it. Welch, uh, what's his name? Anyways, yeah. yeah there's there's a few sort of as a Carl yeah. Heyman and, and there's other guys. They've all kind of banded together to um, they've taken a uh, you know they've taken a case out against the the WRU World Rugby Union and, uh, and the English Rugby Union. Um, Look, their families are probably going to need money in future years because rugby is yeah, it is, but cost I mean, them their husbands like and fathers. A lot of people were saying to them, "Oh, look, they're just trying to uh, milk, milk a bit of money out of this here," you know, but. I don't think that's the case at all. And like Steve Thompson came out and he goes, look, people might think I'm going to try and uh, this could ruin the game that I love, but I, I don't want to kill this game. It's his words himself. It's like, I don't want to kill this game. I just want to see more regulation and I want to see just more transparency in, in the way that we're dealing with concussion. Well, if my young fellow came out so we know he's going to play rugby, I, I don't think I'll be... I know there's... I know, I know, yeah. Also, I know there's hundreds of but kids it, every Saturday out in yeah, rugby clubs. same thing. The, the next morning on, on, on News Talk, the, the question was like, will you let your kids play rugby? Like the next well, that's morning. That's just that shit. Like, and, yeah. then, and then literally... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and, the then, show. and then kicked in as well. The, you know, the first comment then after she asked that question was, uh, "Already shaking his head." <laughs> the first thing popped in goes, "Oh, rugby now will be seen as smoking." You know, in 15 years' time, no one will do it. We'll play it and all of this. You know, so that annoyed me a little bit. Take it you as well, Marty. Here, Kelly's having a few fucking goals. Yeah. But uh, no, back to it. Look, so what Steve Thompson was saying as well, himself and the guys have come together, and this has actually not really been branded out in the media too much. It just all you're seeing in the headlines is players take claims against the yeah, 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 yeah. rugby union, but. They said they've come together and they put together a 15-point charter um, to, to you know, improve the game. To like, improve to the improve. game, yeah, and, uh, and you know, to, to, to make some long-term goals. Okay. Now, the big thing about rugby union is, and you know, probably not to make it too much of a second about it, is it's a, professionally, it's a very young sport. Um, you know, it only turned professional, you know, what's in the, in the 1990s, early 2000s. So, so there is probably that generation of, of players around his age um, that, that, you know, unfortunately... With that early professionalism, you know the pitch same, stayed the same size. The players all got absolutely ginormous. Uh, the collisions went up. The time and contact went up. Um, and look, there probably wasn't. Um, I don't know. Well, there probably wasn't. There definitely wasn't the right mechanisms in place. Um, like the the head injury assessments and, and concussion protocols in rugby only have come in since 2015. Well, Brian Driscoll came out and said the weekend as well was shocking as hell. Like yeah, some of the stuff that was going on. And yeah. but I think old sports only you'd have to say like ah yeah. you know, have to, NFL they've only really caught it like there's so many. Well, we were getting knocked out in a yeah. game for Clare up and Tume. Yeah. Uh, this is six yeah 2004 I think. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> thing, but I, I fell out, I was going on the ball and the fellow's knee just hit my head and got up. Played the game and yeah, was yeah. home and didn't have a clue. Didn't know what happened in the game, what went on. Or it's, it's so and scary. I sick was, all night. When I was fifteen, I got I got kneed in the head. Just it was a tackle, yeah. and uh, I don't remember that day at all. Nothing. I just remember the next morning checking my phone and all these text messages. Are you okay? Are you okay? And then I remember just going downstairs with my mum and going, uh, "What's going on? Uh, why why am I okay?" And she's like, "Oh, you just go upstairs, like you know." It's like a broken record. Just kept coming yeah, downstairs yeah. and. Actually, someone lent me their PlayStation game, Time Crisis, with the with the gun. Okay. And I put it in a locker that day, and uh, it wasn't found ever again. <laughs> Couldn't remember where the, which locker it was put into, so it was lost. Okay. But look, um, it, look, it is scary. So go back. Who it to you? Um, I think it was uh, Aaron Carter. I believe was the guy's name. Right. Um, but yeah, sorry about that, mate. Didn't get your didn't get your game back. <laughs> you can take your claim against the WRU. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we were actually talking serious stuff there. I yeah. shouldn't ask you. No, I know. Anyways. I shouldn't. We're going off on a tangent, though. <laughs> but like, what I wanted to go, look, it is it's shocking to see. The big, thing, the, big thing, the, the big thing about the concussions in the NFL was that when that concussion movie came out, obviously, it was the transparency about the, the concussion data was the big thing. Yeah, and right. It really, it really forced the NFL to you know, clean up their house and, and, and like, to release this data to get transparent about what they brought in. You can see rugby has done that. We're a little bit behind now. The world, like, and to be fair, like world rugby, like if anyone is putting contact in the face, if there's any seatbelt tackles, as they call it, crocodile rolls, like you know, there's red, red What's cards. What's a crocodile together. roll? Crocodile roll is like when you come into a ruck. Okay, yeah, sir, yeah. You, you know, Makes crocodile sense. roll. Yeah, but um, basically, like you know, it have to it have to be said that there are you know safety mechanisms in place now to to, to combat this. Oh, but yeah, there is. But if you see then. If you're watching a game on TV and they do give a red card for a high tackle, yeah. and maybe it doesn't look too serious, the yeah. commenters who played the game 20 years ago are all, yeah. oh, we don't like that seeing the game ruined now. You can't have your can't have a both Piss ways. off, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. have both ways. You can't be complaining about dementia my, and my high own, tackles and then complaining that the ref sends someone off for that high tackle. Yeah, so, look, my own thing about it is like, and it's, you know, I, I hate to see any of the effects that it's had on people and, you know, people in our own clubs and communities have suffered from these injuries and, and um, it's like rugby's a high risk contact sport. Like you, you know what you kind of get yourself into. Like you, you're not going to play rugby without having some degree of knock-on effect on 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 your you know on your health. So it's 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 unfortunate, but like you know we do know it is a, a high-risk sport. Um, it is. Yeah. But you want to see you do want to see you know more safety procedures come in place. Like you know there is no like I know in the past with concussions and whatnot. Like it wasn't that people were kind of trying to be you know big men about it or that. Like it's just they didn't really know. Like does you know? does it become a uh, sport under the waist? Well, do you know what they do in New Zealand? Actually, like they they have a, a minus the, minus eighty eight. Ki- I think I think it's either eighty eight or minus eighty nine kilos league senior men. Like, um, yes. so basically they've they brought that in. Wimps. So, yeah, so they. they <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's gone. Yeah, so they brought that in because obviously over there, like the size of some of the fellas that you're playing yeah, in, yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Pacific Islander fellas, and you want to go to work on Monday, and, you know. But that's one thing they but brought is, in. Is the tackling different, that, or is it just because the size? No, it's just but the size. Still get the There's a few big ninety nine kg men, like yeah, but strength s- still bigger and better than one hundred. 20 kilo, kilo props coming at you but uh, yeah, look it is as I said it's, it's, it, it needs cleaning up the process has started just unfortunate for these lads to turn pro in the early 20s to, to yeah. you know the, those methods weren't in place but look only good can come out of it if they can bring this 15 point charter in and, and just bring more transparency I think that's it. the key though that charter like is that I know like you'd, hope, you'd hope that world rugby is the discussion, the discussion had kind of started it already with started. the charter but now it's really has he ramped up it's brought up, to like. the four points you know so as, as long as the game doesn't change completely and we're, we're playing tag rugby here in 10 years' well, time. Well, before we finish up, yeah. if rugby was invented today, as it is, sure. would it be allowed? Would it be allowed? You know what I mean? Like, oh, if sure it's nothing to be allowed in this day and age. Like, it's the way the world is going. Well, I'd like to know what the moderator thinks about it. The fiction well, he's going to be busy, the moderator. Yeah. <laughs> as we mentioned in a few weeks. Yeah, so look, that's um, it. Is, no, it's it very is, interesting. It, is scary it was heartbreaking, yeah. It is heartbreaking. It was so But the thing is, the thing which mightn't be seen, though, is a club player getting it at 60 years of age. You might... Yeah. Not that you mightn't pass much heat of it. You might link it to the rugby no, as much. The, the big thing about it as well is that, like... Like the science isn't bulletproof as such as well. Like they, you know, they, it increases your chances of getting these conditions. Ah, but Steve Thompson, tw- forty-two years of age, and can't remember. Like, sure, but like, you know, but like, how many millions and thousands have played the game and, and have got to yeah, that stage? True, like, yeah. you know, yeah. it's a big problem in football. Like, you're talking, you know, there is yeah. that's the thing as well, yeah. dimension. Cascarino, Niall Quinn was on about how worried he was over all the headers. Yeah, like. like um, d- d- Jack and Bobby, Charlie, yeah. they're both, you know. Um, they're, all, they're, they're, they're talking about outlawing, they could, they could see it in 15 years' time to be no header. No header, But yeah. do you know what the other, the other aspect as well? There was a fella, um, Sean Tain Hape, he was a Kiwi fella. He actually got capped for England and he was in the Lions, but 
he was getting concussions and he was getting them so easily towards the end of his career that someone just bumping into him in a car would, would concuss him. But he, right. he could completely like, you know, play and train through it. But look, you know, it's different. He said he was getting towards the last contract of his career and, you know, your last contracts are kind of your most lucrative. So he was, you know, playing through it. But um, some of the stuff that he was saying in his book, like, you know, he had to go home every evening and sit in a dark room, couldn't talk to his family for ages, you know, um, that he's had massive knock-on effects. But look. Yeah, I'd say more's going to come out of that. It is. Okay, very interesting. Yeah, we'll come back with GA. Chance here for Jesse Sloan. Can he score? Yes! Sligo! Driving up the road earlier, I was thinking there's not much GA to talk about, but there actually is little bits, little snippets. Tidbits. Um, tidbits. The Miners actually are in the Connacht St. Final this weekend against Mayo at 2 o'clock on Saturday. Um, I don't know a huge amount about the Miner team because they had no Minor League, obviously, and no underage going, so... Which could work in their favour, maybe. Maybe don't know. Um, I know it's Connacht League last year, and gave me oh, did they beat me oh? Did beat me oh in the like? Sorry, the championship was done over league basis last year in Connacht. I think they did beat me oh in the group stage. Um, so it's just, there was something happened that time. Do you remember the game was played in Mayo when it should have been played in Sligo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sligo top. It was a playoff or something. Yeah, yeah, but Sligo top. But then, then there was talk that Sligo had played. Sligo had Roscommon in the last game and maybe fielded a weekend team or something to get a whole same final or something and they weren't giving it and Mio were giving it in Castlebar even though it should have been in Sligo because they ended higher than them in the group but the Connacht Council reason was that Sligo played Mio in the group stages in Sligo so they just went that way so they got no reward for, for ending high in the group yeah there was controversy right um, it's not it's not a shot to nothing it's a Connacht semi-final so look it's a chance to win I know Leitrim played Galway last week in the minor and stuck with them for a long time so Hopefully it's something. As I said, I don't know a huge amount about them. Uh, I know there's pen picks going up on the the coaching, the Sligo G uh, coaching page with all the players to get to know them because you wouldn't have seen them in any <laughs> league action. So best of luck to the Sligo Miners. Um, it was announced, well, it was announced this morning, kind of, and then I heard a news that Paul Durkin is the goalkeeping coach of Sligo. Uh, new goalkeeping coach slash selector, I think. I was actually told that on Thursday. We could have broke it. And I didn't Did take surveillance equipment out again. No, someone, two people told me actually. Jesus. And um, I just thought it was known, like, and I only seen a tweet today. We could have, we could have broke it again, yeah, and caused all. We could have been getting given out about a county board meetings again, <laughs> which is what we want. This is what we want. This is what we want. Yeah, stir, stir the pot. <laughs> um, I thought it was common knowledge, but they only put their thing out this, this morning, and then you still had it when I was driving up the road. Um, but yeah, big addition. Um, I have a feeling, and I said it to you earlier, and then someone actually messaged me after I said it that you're going to see him in goals for Sligo this year. He'd be playing. I think so. That's he's, my feeling. What is he? He's only about 35. He's about a year older than us. 35, 36? 36 at least, yeah. Um, but still, it doesn't matter. He's not, it's not as if he was ever running up and down pitches. No, that's true. Too, um, he's playing with Truncliffe, county final issue, so he's playing like in Sligo. He's he's going to be at every training session. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have a feeling he's going to be, like, feeling he's going to be playing and... What experience that'd be like an All Ireland senior winner at club and county. He won a club with with Bally Bowden's and end as well. Like so, it's a pretty pretty good backroom team is uh, shaping he's, up yeah, there. He's building a, a good team by yeah. the looks of it. Yeah, got the kit man role. Uh, good addition as well. <laughs> PC um, enjoys Willie Rogers. Same <laughs> 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 Um he set up on the Willie calls, actually. <laughs> it was a dossier, what to say to a man. <laughs> was my old fella. My <laughs> father was asking about him as well during the week, actually. Huh? My father was asking about Willie as, Willie as well during yeah. the week. Did I told you I came into the house last week and my father was sitting in his chair laughing away to himself playing a Willie call. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, but yeah, so dude, yeah, very impressive background team. Actually, I think it keeps leaking at one side and back, which will come first, county, club, county, club, county, club. But I think they're making a decision Friday night, but it's looking towards it's going to be county going first, which is a uh, happy days for an old club manager. I, was, <laughs> I, feel, my, I feel myself. Um, don't know how the players would feel. But I think county is going to go first. Like, why? I, I think the county managers have an inkling. Why would Sligo be back training? They started back training yesterday morning, actually. I don't know, should I be known? Yeah, they were there. They were, it was in public, it was in Skerden, so people could see it come by. Um, I think that was the first train back to the pitch under Tony McIntyre. So, if they didn't have a uh, thinking they were back a few weeks' time, yeah. They must be going for the earlier part of the year. Right? I think so, yeah. And they were saying that the GA wouldn't because there'll probably be no gates at the start of the year again, so the county was the cash cow, but I think they're edging towards a July All-Ireland final and then club after that, which is the way it should go because I think if club go first, like Tony McIntyre's only coming to the job, he's going to want his county players straight away. Anyway. Straight away. Yeah. He's going to be like, they're not, sorry, not put like so old Mickey Hart and Loud, all this and that. So they're going to be taking players anyways and it's just going to be things. So I think county's going first. The decision is Friday night. Um, yeah, Hurling final was on. I have to mention Sligo Woman, Carolyn Card. Unbelievable. Yeah. Many other, I, I, was going, I was going to text Derek Cox had a tweet up and I was actually going to write to him. I, I forgot to. I don't know how many are in Shaz because there's a few with four different teams: Dublin. Tyrone, Tipperary, Dublin, and Limerick. Tip. It's two with Limerick. Tip. God knows how many with Dublin. Dublin. Genie Mac. Yeah. Something real. You were saying you had out the rugby club at Roscoe? Yeah, we had her out there. Um, I think it was a. It was in our first season when um, Paddy and Jason took over from uh, Mannion and Foley. Yeah. And uh, we think we had a bit of a hangover um, after the really successful year before. We'd won won our first Connacht Senior Cup, and it was a, like a massive thing for the first time in seventy years. And um, we were just playing. We were playing really, like you know, we were playing well, but just weren't winning matches. We were losing matches in the last last couple of plays, and um, it just it just wasn't clicking for us. And um, she came in to us. I think it was in January. We had a meeting in the glass house, and um, she came in and. Like she was just able to get to the to the core of us so quickly. Like you know, she was able to ask the right questions, and she was able to assess kind of where we were at and what what was happening. And um, you know, there's just her her big thing is just you know accountability. Um, she's massive in the communication piece, but you know, she just basically she was asking us, and you know, we we're coming up with excuses, and that just wasn't in her repertoire. You know, some of the excuses. So she just wanted to worry about like how are we going to put. Um, actions in place that were going to help us, you know, get over these, these issues. And uh, I just remember, well, um, she asked an open question to the floor and then one of our, one of our managers started ask, answering the question and, you know, she was like, I'm talking to the players here, you know, if you're answering for them now in this meeting, um, you, you're not going to be the person answering for them. Go, on the you will go to sleep or I'll put you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that just, just stuck with me, you know. I'm intrigued by her, I really am. Yeah, so she, um, look, she came in and then after that meeting, she put a few little things in place that we still bring into this day and we we had a massive bounce then after that. Like literally straight away, we were winning games and yeah. finished out the season well. So she was, that was really impressive. But you see yeah. the way all the county, like Dublin's talked about her, like the way Tip talked about her and then, it shows Tip, yeah. And the way the Limerick boys talked about her is unreal. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's serious. It's serious. Nice touch in your man's speech as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, very well, nice touch. Um, so, yeah, big shout, Carolyn Curd. Unbelievable. Sligo's most successful sports. <laughs> Unbelievable. She's my dancer, anyways, I'm telling you now. Right, that's fair enough. Oh, I'm you, stuck. Um, <laughs> who did I say mine was? Uh, I forget it now, and I robbed it off you. Sligo Rovers. The oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. You should have told me. The unreal Carolyn Curd. Uh, stick with Hurling News. Um, Sligo. Announced yesterday as well that Porrick Mannion is going to stick on for 2021 as Ireland manager. Uh, background team of Donald Tully, Declan Malloy and Dara Cox. Dara, of course, with all that experience. Um, so Porrick Mannion came in mid-Covid, or actually it was after 
kind of first lockdown after the, all the kerfuffle of WhatsApp gate. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's going to stick on. I suppose like he didn't have much of a run with him the last year because they only played the league final and then which they finally get out of three B. So then three A next year upper league and they're still in the Christian Cup, which is a bit of a sham position in my opinion. The Christian Cup. So they put up a good performance against Ross Common. We're saying that up in that league. So yeah, that's a good continuation there. I think by the county board getting. Pork Manion in, so yeah, in terms of management teams in Sligo County, things are sorted, I think, and looking up and work away, yeah. Built away that side. Uh, all are in final this weekend. The big one. The big one. Your beloved Mio Ross. Yeah, we're, we're really, uh, really hoping this could be the year. Are you? I have to a little I hope it's not. <laughs> <laughs> not a chance, I don't think. Do you think yeah, to a chance? I've been saying all year they're going to win it. Yeah, you picked Bart Kerry. Yeah, Bart Kerry. I've been saying since the day we came in here first, I said, it'll be your meal, we'll win it. Nobody can celebrate. Yeah. Think, like, sure, you want to, I'd be standing man in the borders there at, uh, at uh, what's that place called again? Balahi. Balahi. If they win that all out, none of them are allowed inside us. <laughs> <laughs> Not near the county. We may as well just be vigilante, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> base them out for the moment. Vigilante, money. yeah. Uh, yeah. Bring Gary Smiley up with you. And you run it oh, he's the character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, look, as, as Tim Hines said, sure, we all eat the same breakfast in the morning. Anything could happen. He also says merry days and lonely nights after a big drink. <laughs> um, no, I, um, I, I don't think. Like, I think Dublin. Are I don't work. think they have a sniff. To be honest, and that's. Uh, I will hope to do. For goals, GA, goals. The GA sake. Well, Tommy Goulds is there. Tommy <laughs> Conroy. <laughs> For GA, oh, anything can happen in the final. Though, I know, like. uh, not with Dublin, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, man. No, but <laughs> I had to talk. I had to talk serious to you here. <laughs> We're getting a finger oh, wag man. here. It's not very. It's no, not. because there was this thing today. Anything can happen in the final, and bring Dublin down to Killarney. They might be bad. These fellas treat every game. If they're playing the girls under twelve team in Drumish Gabool, I think they treat them the same as me on Ireland final. The Drumish Gabool Pangalons. <laughs> I actually do think to treat anyone the same. They're yeah. just, I, they haven't played anyone this year, though. Would there be any crack, no. the players? Yeah, they're supposed to be good enough crack. A very interesting podcast with Bernard Brogan and Jack McCaffrey had on the other day that he fell out of love after the drawn fight. Drawn game. When he scored 1 3 and got man the match yeah. for 5 in a row and it was drawn, going 5 0, he fell out of love with the game he released. You want to come around to himself, Yeah. Good, um, <laughs> the good doctor. I, don't, I hope there was a chance. I don't do. But like, the only thing I would say is that Dublin haven't played anybody. Like no, at least, no. like as bad as, well, Ross Common weren't great, but they're they're going to be a Division One team next year. Yeah, go away a Division One team. Dublin have been beaten the likes of. I know what you're saying. Kenny O'Connell's on fire, but I just like even the goal chances to give up against Tipperary. No, it, it, it's, it's hard to look at. Sorry, Unless now, unless Horn, because he's really highly thought of as a manager, but he's I don't think he's tactically unreal. He always just goes. He's good players, well drilled, and he says go play fifteen on fifteen. Like he doesn't have any secret defensive shape. I don't think he put him, but like Colin Boyd and them haven't got a sniff this yeah. year. So well, Keegan's a bit more deeper. And he's caught playing cornerback, yeah. so maybe he's something of a sleeve. He has to, he has to have something of a sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, teams can't go out, keep playing. Like do something ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like play fly goalie. Like <laughs> play fifteen on fourteen. Bring him. Like I know Leash have done. Tried to bring the goalie. At some stage, if, there's, if you're going to lose. Lose, try to lose on the sword. Lose, I, but I think we all lose on the sword in fairness. I, I like. I just I, they're going to concede an awful lot. I think they, they need to score a goal. I think to, to win the game they'll have to score. Oh, four. they will. Yeah, and I think they might get a goal yeah, too. Yeah, Dublin haven't conceded goals. Horn isn't the issue. Yeah, they haven't conceded a goal all season. <laughs> of course, but there's too many, uh, too many Gaelic lads now these days to take their point anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, but goals win games. 
Dublin and Limerick carriers are awful similar. They are, yeah. They're yeah. scoring their points. Like you ne- rarely see a hurling team score their points in 30 yards, 20, 20 yards out of 31. Dublin are scoring all their scores. Oh, they're, yeah, yeah. they're just so meticulous that they know their scoring range. I just can't see them. But I'm looking forward to it, but um, look, not looking forward to not going to it. I used to, I always enjoy my all Ireland final trip, but not this year. The Mio team announced they're going on train, uh, a special tree carriage. Okay. Up and down straight after the game, yeah, or late that night. Um, sneaky tree carriage. Yeah, I suppose. Who is the book? Going off at Manola, Manola the book Junction there. The book these stops <laughs> in the Sligo train, Mortimer or something. Remember the book? Mortimer? Yeah, there was some. Hardy oh, man. How rare enough fella that used to always be on the, in the canteen on the train. Jeez, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was an absolute rare. He was only like the frostbit fella, like a little bit. He was always <laughs> serving sandwiches on the train of that. Tanty, what did say, Tanty? Yeah. Who is he? Just say it. Christopher Cole with everybody. What's there? A red book that always struck me on this on, 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 on the train. <laughs> Sorry, Christopher, if you're listening. The um, <laughs> <laughs> old <about> Christopher. That's <laughs> um, actually my cousin. Nice, but um, very good, Aaron. Very good. <laughs> pop, pop right in when you've got. Some. <laughs> um, the last thing that I final is watching. Yeah, Limerick Dublin very similar points. I don't think they'll win. I hope. Ugh, I want it to be a game. I actually what time is five o'clock. We might be recording around that. We might do a special. Will we, special will we say that? Will we? Will we? Yeah, we might say it then. allude to our plans now. We might. Yeah, we might do our live Christmas special around that time. Um, it won't be a live live broadcast. We're barely struggling to do our Christmas, our Christmas party episode. But no, it, it didn't feel like an Ireland final yesterday at all in any way. And I don't know if that Limerick killing the game early or what it was. But they didn't even have the. Oh, no, this sounds. I just love the wee crest painted onto the pitch in the middle of the pitch. Like them little things to make it a special game. Limerick didn't even have the engraving under jer- or the stitching in their jersey since the All Ireland final. Cup was picked up, put back down. Cup me brought down to the players. <sighs> like, like the FA Cup, Dundalk brought that home with them. Did yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like, I think yeah. Just I know GA people are a bit. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're just so particular now about the celebrations because they weren't in the best books after a few. Yeah, the club final, the club final is different. I know, yeah, but it's still with the pages. Copies are marked after that, so they have to. Yeah, be, yeah. In front of the camera, anyways, at least. Yeah, but they could let them take the cup. Like, I think you can trust... No, you can't trust me old people, sorry, to win the Ireland. That's that. You can trust the Dubs or Limerick. To, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yes, yeah, so that's on... That's on Saturday. I'm going to say Dublin by... Seven, at least. I think you're going to pull away. I'm going to go with a... Two, seventeen... <laughs> to four, ten. <laughs> to who? <laughs> to Dublin. Twenty-three, twenty-two. I'm over. Wow, Roscoe. Jesus. Sorry, putting his spot. No, 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 no. Look. These predictions weren't. Well, I go, like, go for Mayo just to mix up a bit. I'd go. Um, What's your reason for going for Mayo? Just because the two of you went. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I look Mayo by two points. He was hoping. <laughs> and if there is, oh, by God, we'll drink pints of Ballina. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Going to come back. Wait, I think that's all to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. It's when you take over your questions. The big prizes are on offer, lads. Uh, we're going for a lot to get through here. A lot to get through. So, back with the correspondence. Hello, my name is Mr. Burns. I believe you have a letter for me. Okay, Mr. Burns. Uh, what's your first name? I don't know. It's takeover time by the listeners. Uh, a lot of stuff in, lads, from all, from all um, social media platforms. Email. First yeah. email. email yeah. first, first email, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Did we give out that email address? I don't think we give out that email address. Kudos. Is that 
Yeah. <laughs> Um, start with that Roscoe throw it out there I don't know this fellow I'll read it for you it's a, it's, no, this is in the quip side of things isn't it we ask for quips questions okay well we're, we're going to keep the, the person has asked for to be to remain anonymous okay so hi lads loving the show I'm listening every week keep up, the, keep up the good work I want to remain anonymous because my father wouldn't be too happy if I was giving his name away Jesus I think I'll confuse people even more if I say I'm a former teammate of Ronan and Adrian Okay, lads, so here we are, back in your pomp. <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah. As Dublin will probably do the six in a row this week, it takes me back to the autumn of 1997. Oh, uh, yeah. Good what age were you, lads? 11. 11. 11. Jesus Christ, this really is going back, yeah. Don't we play it with him at 11, though? <laughs> no, I don't think that's... All oh, right, he hasn't got to that bitch yet. Okay, right. No, <laughs> no he, doesn't get to any, he doesn't mention us again. <laughs> All right. Go on. When Sligo played Dublin in a league game at the park, this was back in the day when they used to play a couple of league games before Christmas. My father brought me along. And what was a lovely day for a game. The game ended up being closer than probably everybody expected. Into the second half, a couple of Dublin fans in front of us were irked by a couple of the referees' decisions that they felt went against them. My father ended up in a bit of a tit-for-tat with them, which ended up with my father telling them to go back to Dublin, you jacking bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I was only a young fella at the time, and I was a bit fearful as to what might happen. Must have been very young, yeah. Anyways, the game was entering the closing stages with Sligo trailing by a couple of points. <coughs> Eamon O'Hara got the ball and unleashed a shot from about 20 yards, which was oh, no, by John O'Leary and into the Dublin net. I was remember I was there, yeah. Go on. The Sligo fans went mad, but my father was absolutely roaring in the direction of the said Dublin fans. I think the result, I think the result kick, I think the resultant kickout was the final play of the game. But I remember the Dublin fans didn't hang around for long. It was a great day for Sligo, and it's a story I, te- I enjoy telling my wife, who was from. Dublin. Very memorable 97. Um, Sligo kind of final that year, earlier in the year. Yeah. Their first game of the league that year was down in Kerry. In Tralee, the one by goal. And the one. Yeah. And then they went and bet Dublin. The I Dubs. They played Tyrone as well. No, maybe they went and lost to Tyrone next time out. The, I remember they played Tyrone as well at MoMA. Yeah. So, and like, the league was restructured that year. Remember, it was the, the year before it went to 1A and 1B and 2A and 2B. Sligo actually got eight points from seven games, the same as Dublin. But yeah, yeah. Um, Dem- Sligo and Kerry both went down to Division Two A. Yeah, yeah. So like Sligo ended up with Kerry in that league season, ninety seven, ninety eight. One of them, yeah. Yeah, uh, golden age. I was a massive, like ridiculous Dublin fan when I was younger. <laughs> like wild stuff, go up to games like in all and all the gear. Like I've all still the jerseys in the house. I used to wear Dublin shorts playing for Clare and all like. I suppose a good glory well it wasn't any glory hunter because they didn't win any all Ireland from 83 to 95 yeah, yeah. 83 to 95 like I remember when they played Leitrim in the all Ireland semi-final I was there in a the full got the train up to Dublin to the all Ireland semi-final surely it's full of Leitrim roasters like <laughs> I was there in my full Dublin kit and all and the way home the, the, the train stops and I had the flag I had the Dublin flag and I them and some whatever she devil robbed my flag and uh, I think the brother someone hopped straight on the train and grabbed the flag <laughs> no connection to Dublin at all but uh, yeah, nice, nice tail there. Nice tail there for good, an, good, anonymous. Anonymous, yeah. And I hope his father's keeping well and didn't get attacked. <laughs> the dogs brought a mass. Well, they always bring a massive crowd and the travellers loved them. But they did a massive crowd and they did that day. I remember that day. Yeah. Very good, very good. A quip. Quip. Right. Have you got a question? I'm gonna go. Um, sorry, Marty. If you go on ready there. Yeah, I've got. Uh, there's a lot. There's this a one lot. comes in from Dominic Story, uh, directed at the three of us. So at the peak of your physical prowess. Um, I suppose the Celtic Sligo supporters club are going to be after me here again. Um, at, the, at the peak of your... You're being witness protection in Carrick and Shannon after this as well. Seven swans. I'm sure. Carrick and sure, sorry. <laughs> at the peak of your physical prowess, so I assume that's... Uh, I suppose I'm probably talking about myself now. I don't know when years will be, lads. 
My physical, <laughs> physical prowess. Yeah. 2013. 13. Yeah. Oh, 2005. I'd probably Four. go 1996, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the peak of your physical prowess, how many goals would you have scored in a full SPL season if playing for the Celtic side circa 01 to 03 with Henrik Larsson? Right. I'm going to take it up first. I'm going to change my physical prowess because of the circumstances. So I'm going to go to now because I, it suits me now more burly. <laughs> I was, Hello, John Hart. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So uh, with that team and me being the burly striker up front, latching onto a few, well, I'd be giving a few flick on it, just score out scrambles. In Celtic up there in a terrible, terrible league. Um, I'm going to say I get six. Uh, three in the cup, two in the league, and one in the, in the UEFA Cup semi-final. <laughs> Against. Who did they beat? Liverpool? Blackburn? <laughs> oh, no. Good run that time. Yeah. So Roscoe, let's go for six. Uh, I would be an absolute definite zero. Yeah. <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah, I'm us. horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> I could have played every minute every every match and it would still be zero. Will someone go ahead there and I'll just bring up <laughs> enough questions I'll bring up um, here. I go with so we're dominating the league myself Sutton. Yeah, we're banging in goals again. Yeah. Like Sutton, pitch, yeah. Myself, Did Sutton, your myself, Sutton and Larson. I've had a good Martin O'Neill preseason. Right. I'm getting 14 goals. 14? Yeah. <laughs> wow. 14, I'd say. Yeah. The, I would say maybe 11 league goals. A double of Tanadice. I'd probably score a hat-trick up in, I don't know, Livingston. Yeah. Um, yeah, 11 league goals. Three in, four in the cup. Cup final winner. You've gone to 15 now, so... <laughs> 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 right, we go 17, so. 17. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm getting the golden boot. <laughs> good question, though, Dan. Very good question. Um, Where were you going to go there? You were... Someone asked, I listened to a podcast. I listened to my podcast. Um, sorry, remember your man that um, conned Graham Souness into saying he was George oh, Wayne's cousin? Yeah, Ali uh, Day. Ali Day, yeah. Uh, there was just a podcast on him, really. They're asking Leticia about him and stuff like that. <laughs> but um, they just said. How even if you were the worst footballer ever in a season, or not even the worst footballer ever, but if you a normal fellow like us played a football a prim, full Premiership season every minute, do you think he'd score a goal in the Premier League? Letitia just, just said no straight away. Like he goes, you wouldn't. But the boys reckon these are just two fellas reckon they, 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 they might nick a scramble. So <laughs> I'd be thinking the same to be honest. He's surely got a boot to something. Like <laughs> <Yeah. you're> a dreamer. <laughs> I think he got a boot to something. Good question, Dom. Um, I've got one here from Dylan Monaghan. <clears throat> What's the idea? What's the lads' idea of a perfect match day? Starting off with the best deli to have in the morning, favorite pitch to play on, favorite pub for the after-match pints, and then favorite takeaway for after the pint munch. We're going back into the lunchbox here. Oh, we're back. So you're starting with your deli. Like if you were really taking your football seriously, you wouldn't probably want a deli in the morning. Now, but let's go. Uh, for deli. For, look, if are we going for? Yeah, look the. Um, Opposite the uh, Cannings, a deli in there now. You got a tasty, uh, yeah. tasty breakfast yeah. roll there. Nice breakfast we roll used to there. get the bus there from Cateringans before. A few Wait, way, way there's a reason behind that. Oh, oh. <laughs> full sausages was a thing. Like not just oh. a, a different, a different caliber of oh, sausage in there. Stop the mouth is watering. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're saying Cannings? Yeah, I, I go for it. Anyways, best, I don't mind yeah. So you're going to answer here and one go, then go right. Yeah, we'll go, go with on. that. Right. I don't mind the 24 hour, you know. The 24 hour does a fresh egg, yep. which is king. Oh, yeah. A fresh fried egg, which is. Depends on what time of match. If you know you're going to dominate or you can kind of get away with it a bit. Or... If you get away with an unhealthier thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hot Polish girl used to work there too. Can't I remember. Her. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to her. 
I remember we were playing a, a Connacht Interpro, it was about 17, and like the full buffet was available <coughs> to us in the hotel, and sure, this is a massive novelty for me, and absolutely filled the plate with sausages, rashers. I remember coming back to the table, and everyone absolutely, <coughs> coaches disgusted with what was on the plate. But Look, if the buffet's there, <laughs> you're going to go <laughs> at it, aren't you? Like? Right, so just sit there, so we go with the delis, cannings, and I'll go 24 hours, and then starting off, Bastelli, uh, fair pitch, uh, a nice day, Mark, which is hard bet for me. Um, my favorite pitch. Come back to me. Uh, you go right. <coughs> I'm going to go for the, the small pitch in the rugby club. <laughs> <laughs> love, love taking good, expansive teams down to that <laughs> and frustrating them. So we'll go for that pitch. Right. Yeah. I'm sticking GA here. So right. I'm going to go to. I'm going to take a trip to Ballymote. I don't know. It's, it's, but away for Park. Yeah, it's just it's, it's a nice distance away where it's far enough away that you've time to absorb the breakfast roll. Oh, fair enough. But you're close enough where. Right. Oh, you're getting the roll in the way to the game. I think that's what he was saying. All oh, right, or maybe after. I don't know. Uh, okay. No, no, no. I noticed it's the floor. No, I thought sure. like I thought you like you woke up at maybe nine o'clock and got your daddy, and then the game wasn't at three or something. Oh, 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 Jesus, no. Right. Huh. Need a lunch then. Yeah. No, I know that. So <laughs> right, I just went. <laughs> so if it's playing Mary Pitchin in the pub, I'd have to go a good Clare game now. With a few, I go the old Strand bar. Not the way it is. No, shite. <laughs> no, but like, there's too much emphasis on food and you can't chant or sing. We used to book while the old strand was fantastic and a lot of people agree with me there. So I go to the old strand for my pub. We used to have a bit of a routine from Cartron when you'd start off, you'd have your afternoon pints in the village and you'd make your way to town. But for some reason we all walk in the town. No. Okay, yeah. No, I For some either. reason, we'd always stop there in the little island that was TDs, for some reason. Ah, Tom Dermott, yeah. yeah. Just into TDs. Never to be opened again. TDs, I tell you though, it's got a jukebox, yeah, a pool table, table, and a airport. Yeah. And there's actually an upstairs out. Uh, Lovely area. Yeah. Lovely. I remember uh, Gary Clancy when he was 17 getting served with an Elvis Presley ID. <laughs> <laughs> An Elvis Presley driver's license. <laughs> Didn't she go? She asked something. He goes, uh huh. He goes, yeah, is that you? Uh huh. <laughs> Um, and then the takeaway well that's the other oh, thing no, I'm going to jump favourite pub oh, I oh, ha- yeah. have to bring up McHugh's McHugh's after a match old McHugh's again on a Sunday night on a Sunday night scruffy DJ scruffy yeah. ripping the piss out it was like everybody who used to play sports used to meet up at yeah, very good at 11 o'clock on a Sunday night 3 euro me and Sow used to always ask me and Sow used to always ask scruffy scruffy play a world in motion scruffy like Next song coming up. <laughs> Never happened. <laughs> the England World Cup 1990 song. It's a for England, England. You got the piss and move. Every week. Scruffy, play a word of motion. I'm next lad. That's like uh, me and Staffy were shouting fiddlers to Tabby. Purple rain, Tabby. And he didn't know things. And he eventually went, oh, fucking no. And, he back. and then he learned it. And it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's 15, it's 15 minutes long. Like, it's the absolute curse. used to shout. Thunder Road at Tabby, Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> and he used to go, he used to give a few blasts of the Garrett Brooks Thunder Road. <laughs> that was Thunder Rolls, but uh, yeah, he eventually learned it for us. Yeah, he learned yeah. it. Top yeah. man, Tabby. Good stuff. Um, take with then, four lights, lads. Ah, yeah. Yeah, four lights. Good Sorry. question. Oh, Barbara, I had a bit of a. Ah, <laughs> what? Go on. There was the, uh, the chip buddy. Yeah. <laughs> chip buddy was nice now. Tansy's agreeing here with that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big yeah. There was a few nights now. Oh. Don't judge me. I might wake up with two bags from two different takeaways. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I said, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was certainly going solo. <laughs> right, good question. What do you got there, Ricky? Where was it? You, Roscoe, I don't know where we are. Oh, yeah, I'll, go, I'll jump in here. Um, in the Mitchell. Yeah. What was your best moments on the pitch to the three of you as either a player or a coach or chairperson? Uh, so another question has come in at the same time there. Go on, sorry. Enda Mitchell goes. Best best moment on the pitch um, as a coach, player, or chairperson. 
I'd go for Cartridge United. I'd go the day we made it twenty two league wins out of twenty two at home to Arrow Harps. Sixty six points. Sixty six points. Yeah, the big six six. Um, but I suppose on a playing side, <coughs> I suppose that day we won the Connacht title for Summerhill. It was a big day, though. The junior title. Yeah. Um, I can't think. It didn't get the credit it deserved because it was called junior. <laughs> yeah, juvenile junior. Roscoe, you go there. I'm still thinking. Um, I think. I was thinking about this. As, a, as a coach, I think one of my most enjoyable moments was with Summerhill senior team. We went to Marist. Um, we'd lost every single game in the league, um, in, in the Connacht League. Um, we trained really well, went to Marist, who were heavily <coughs> favoured for the competition. They had their full school out, and we bet them, um, put an unbelievable performance. I like bet them by less than a score, and we just defended the line for the last five minutes. And I just remember it was just a, such, such a good moment for the, for, for the boys. and. Absolutely, just knackered after. I remember. Um, it was pretty satisfying moments. I remember the 2005 county semi final against Eastern Harps. Like we'd lost a few finals, and we had we just hung on them, bet them a point, and they were we were beating each other over the years. They think they bet us. We bet them in 2000. They bet us 2001. Then they bet us in the final 2002. So we needed to beat them. Always a bogey team and tough bastards, but um, we just hung on the end. Just a relief on the pitch when the final was because we were defending. Um, Another satisfying one. There's some good questions coming in at the minute. <laughs> Are they still coming in? Or yeah, they? yeah. Um, I remember we were 2012 quarter final playing St John's in Colooney, Clara, and we were six points down. We were, we were really in bad form. We shouldn't have qualified for the quarter final. Maybe we went six points down. They they were flying six points down after um, ten minutes, and oh, I was like, this is shit. We're fucked here. And someone scored an outrageous long range point, and we hit like two ten in a row, <laughs> and ended up winning by twelve points. And it just Kickstarted fucking season. We lost after extra time to replay to <coughs> Mary's with about 20 injuries you had then, but it was really, yeah, it was a good game. Uh, coaching wise, best thing. I remember coaching this, an underage team, and it was this young fella, and it's a fascist wide story. I, get, I knocked him down in the car park of the pitch, <laughs> and he was a good player, and he sent to hospital, like, and um, we had a final that weekend. And in the hospital, and he was couldn't play like, and he was devastated. His parents were devastated, and I said, "Look, we're going to do it for you. We're going to do it for you." Timmy O'Toole. Yeah, we lost by twenty six points, <laughs> <laughs> and that is completely made off that last time. <laughs> right, I'll go to one of the questions that come in there. Um, Alan Rooney asked, "Who'd win the fight, Tom or Mark McSharry?" Oh. <laughs> That's a great question. Going for Tom straight out, big man, big unit, big big big, unit. big cheeks. Mark would be down in dirty street fight. You would imagine, yeah, yeah, yeah. throwing salt, sand, sand in the sand. eyes, yeah. <laughs> pocket sand on yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pocket sand. Now look, there's a charity event the public will pay to see. Yeah, um, Tom's a big fucker. Main event the next SCW. <laughs> but real. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go Tom. You go Mark. I'm gonna go back, yeah. I get vote. It's, it's your, but you reckon it's a street fight like type thing? Oh, it's all in dirty, like you can, you know. Right, interesting. Um, I'll stick with that, Rooney. That's another one there. But my two phones after going down. It's in the DMs. I have, I have one from um, Craft Beers of Ireland. <laughs> Actually, we got a bit of they a twist. Very, yeah, they we got a bit of a twist of a few uh, craft beer pages after we put up the, the Lock Hill prize. But I think there's more of a statement than a question. Um, what possessed Lock Hill Brewery to brew a, marsh, a marshmallow stout? Question mark. It sounds nuts, but tastes great. So, in fact, it wasn't really a question. It's more of a statement. But, yeah, we'll have to give that a try. Yeah, that's good. Uh, oh, I'd love that. Yeah, I love... A marshmallow stout. <laughs> yeah, I definitely <laughs> love it. Uh, not, 
I won't say I was going to say I had a different I had a beer a flavoured beer there last week oh. but that wasn't from the Lock Hill so oh. I can't mention who it was from <laughs> and another slug brewery oh. orange, oh, an orange p- yeah <laughs> uh, that's a good yeah I definitely want to try that marshmallow, marshmallow stout. stout is that in the five pack I don't know that you got I don't know if it's in the five if it pack is, you might be getting a four pack whoever wins <laughs> 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 um, I have another one here do you, are you giving us something there no if you go into the DMs on Twitter I can't get in my phones are blocking anyways go ahead with the other one we'll find Alan Looney's another good one I think but it's uh, from Ross Crystal uh, right, past go. player you would have loved to have played with someone that might have finished up before you got into your, your playing days oh um, Jesus I'd probably stick to you uh, I'd have to go for a swing in Mickey Cairns <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Cairns big Mickey, uh, big Mickey. <laughs> um, so, sorry two innuendos there. Mickey Cairns I'll go for um, just like I'd obviously never seen him play seen a few clips um, but he was just taught he's scoring uh Exploits like not to be passed the ball to me or anything, don't think, but uh, you'd love to like you've talked about all over. So I go Mickey Cairns G it. Yeah, I'd probably follow you in with that one, though. I can't really think of a yeah, it's hard a, to think of yeah. or, like from the club, David Pugh. Well, that's if you're if I was playing for Rovers, which I probably should have been at some stage. Um, uh, look, that's another podcast, <laughs> that's another itself. podcast in itself, yeah, but um, yeah. I'll, I'll stick with you on that one, Edo. Ross? Yes. No, I just I got into this, the DMs here. We have a Joey Sweeney inviting us out to the Omar Gales online table quiz, asking with the Sligo Way pod go. All right. Tansy, you were mentioned there. Um, fabulous prizes. Where are we going? Oh, Tansy Arms Hotel. What's this? <laughs> Bed and breakfast for four in the Tansy Arms Hotel in Ballinacarrow. What's going on? Who's sliding <laughs> our DMs, Tansy, here? <laughs> That's one of the prizes. With, uh, have eight. you signed up for something again on the internet? Because <laughs> <laughs> remember with, that one I found last week? What one? I showed you a screenshot of some someone signed up for something. God, that's correct. What was it again? Well, Ross followed the page, I think. What was it? I don't know. What are you talking about? He followed some page. Oh, yeah, I know what it was now, actually. Oh, go on, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I sent you the screenshot of someone followed some male only fans page. And he's oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So, right. questions come back to him. I was trying to, I was trying to grow our, our followership for that. They liked our page first. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, that was me. So it was pretty fucking impressive what he had. <laughs> what he was packing. Such a bod. But anyways, this... Oh, wasn't that going? Is this a question though, is it? Yeah, there's a table quiz anyways and the prize, as I said, a, a breakfast before in the Tansy Arms Hotel in Balnacara with an evening meals in Dirk, Durkin's fine dining restaurant. This Michelin star restaurant is renowned for its platters of chicken wings and sausage rolls. So I think basically from the front I'm seeing here there's an Omar Gale table quiz and we just give it a shout out so we will. Oh, yeah, we might go time. to it. Yeah, I love a table is quiz. Is it online or? The 23rd of December. It's an online quiz. Oh jeez, I'd take part in that if yeah, I we will. Yeah, so there we go. I'd say it would be good quizzing. That's in from, I love uh, quizzing. That's in from Marty Joe Cairns, the king of Omar oh, Gale. Marty Joe, yeah. Well known, well known. <laughs> Tell you someone else mentioned you for Omar Gale's the other day. Someone texted in about the Tasmanian devil. Is that? Tasmanian Devil. Yeah, I don't know. There's a very, very popular. Iron I can't get my phone properly working here. The Someone definitely texted in with Omar Gill as well about you last week. Who has had the best mustache in Sligo Town? We've done that before, haven't we? Mm. Kind of. Yeah, we Declanbury. Yeah. We had a shout out last week about Chad's Declanbury. That's Alan Rooney's oh, other question, isn't it? Here's a good one. There. Uh, Sorry, that's Alan Rooney's other question, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Here's a pass it over to Adrian there. Rory yeah. Houston. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> it's directed at Mert. Which a lot of questions there. Just wondering if Mert had one choice, shooting the winning shot in the Moscone Cup for Europe against America or leading Cartron to a Super League title as chairman, which would he choose? Now, for some of you listening, the Moscone Cup is a pool competition between America and Europe. Yeah, yeah, it's the greatest sporting event in the world. <laughs> it's bigger than World War Two. <laughs> America! World War Two and what is it? Su- Super Bowl combined. It's bigger than the World Series. Yeah. World War and World War Two combined. <laughs> uh, well, that's a great question, Rory. <clears throat> Obviously, he knows my 
probably my top five favorite sportsmen. The Moscone Cup would be Earl de Pearl Strickland, a real pool genius, you know. Right. Um, but oh, that's a great question, Rory. I'm torn. You are, Jeez, visibly. Uh, um, but I will. No, the the two, the three days on three days, the three months on the beer. If we won the Super League, would be. Yeah. Would just I I, I would tip it in its favor. <coughs> um. Yeah. It sounds good. Um, so you're going for Super League ahead of the Moscone Cup, just about. Uh, have you got one there? Uh, no, I just no. Sorry, that's my own Facebook. It's Keith Coleman. He's looking for any good shows on Netflix, but no, that's not meant for the the, the correspondence. <laughs> <laughs> Someone says here to fall. No, Keith, best best of luck with that. Look, Brent, Brendan Darcy didn't get out for WrestleMania, so don't watch Waking a Murder. He doesn't get out. <laughs> right, we have two kind of related questions here. Right. So one comes from uh, Brendan Fitzsimons. Oh, these are ser- oh no, yeah, go sorry. Yeah. So Brendan Fitzsimons was looking for a definitive answer on who are the big six in the Premier League of Town characters. And then Cormac Coyne also asked, who makes the Mount Rushmore of Sligo Town characters? Of Sligo Town characters. Yeah, so I think we'll build a, a Mount we'll Rushmore just, between us. So Rushmore's four people. Yeah. But, four, but yeah. Brendan wants a big six of characters. Yeah, we can make it a six, yeah. We just Super leave six. it to Rushmore. Yeah, Rushmore, yeah. So it can be, and if we get two more... It can be post-humus or... Right. Yeah. Post-humus or thing. Or humus. <laughs> <laughs> You've also, got a de- you've also got a dead man in mind, have you? <laughs> I don't know, but I'd, I'd like to have the option. This is cat. Right. Um, Eric Ford has to be up there. Is that a two and one, is it? I did. Well, if it's we, a, if four, two heads on. <laughs> two heads, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on an Sensations alien. Sensations, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think a Greek monster. Like. <laughs> Oh, for fuck, the Kraken. The Kraken, yeah. <laughs> Fords, right, up, done. Does Smiley make it? We're going, we're, we're down to four litig- now, We're getting the litigation yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who oh, have you got over here? It's not bad to be a character. No, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he has to be oh, on it so now. Where like, do we, we talk to those characters? Yeah. <laughs> that Sligo Corona, that Corona watch page that he stokes the flames on now is something else. It's outrageous stuff. <sighs> if you have a spare 10 minutes any day you'd kick into it now nah, and no, never cease to don't. amaze you uh, yeah he, he's in there wait um, don't put him up yet because no, no. I'm gonna Dykesy's definitely Dykesy's up that's a slam dunk I, look I mentioned him before a few yeah. weeks ago um, <laughs> you, you rat <laughs> rat <laughs> no you're you inconspicuous rat that was good didn't, <laughs> didn't Coiner come in and say I was there that day yeah he was there story. yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. if you think and talk and shite my stories someone, <laughs> someone verified it um, now this man qualifies does he he qualifies by residency. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the passport. Yeah. Well, he's, he's lived in Sligo. Shout it out. Uh, big Phil O'Malley with two L's. <laughs> right. There's no way to deny it. No. He's this up. fella is a character of the highest degree. <laughs> um, yeah. We won't go much further into him because he gives fake solicitor's letters out as some fellas know. Lily, yeah. He, remember, when he, remember when he hand-delivered one over to yeah, a... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for you. Stop. <laughs> right. That's, so that's three. Smiley's in. Yeah. I mean, Wackadoo was proposed. Wackadoo was a great man. Yeah. He was good crack. Buddy Holly, as he Buddy used to call himself, yeah. Jeez, you'd always heard him in the town. Like you, like, it's a lovely man, actually. Yeah, he's a, a gent. Yeah. Actually. He used to come in. Actually, lovely man. Yeah. To a place I used to work <coughs> in, he was an absolute gent. Um, yeah, Wackett was a nice man. Um, I wouldn't put him with them other fellas, no. Right. <laughs> Sorry, just thinking of. So we never really defined what the character was. What, what, what is a character, yeah. Uh, like, just like a good deep here. Like, yeah. Maybe people could stand out from their the crowd. Yeah, stand yeah. out from the crowd. Yeah. yeah. Like, Paul Cook could be a character. Yeah. 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 
Like, not a bad thing, a character. No, it's not. Oh, no, characters are brilliant. I think in Sligo, especially, we, it love, our, it is, yeah. I think we, love, we love our characters in Sligo. There's definitely someone obvious sticking out, and yeah, I can't think of it. Is Rollerblade Guy coming into this? Rollerblade Guy is a character, but look. Is Sligo a bit more tapped than everywhere else is the big question. Like, I know everywhere we went, like, I know when we're, we're overseas or abroad, people from all other counties would be like, what's up with you Sligo lads? Like, well, wasn't her tail with the water? The wa- that's where I was going people. with this now. Yeah. The Garavogue, the water from the Garavogue <laughs> sends you Lula. It's also the end of the train line, which I reckon is always a yeah, that, short right. fireplace for characters. Yeah? Just get on the Just train and off. go as far away as you can. It's your man. Oh, no, I know you want to say End of the train line, Garavogue water, full moon. I'm just going to send you wild. <laughs> I'm definitely forgetting someone, are we? There's definitely someone we forgot to say, but yeah, well, I'd like to hear everybody else's. Yeah, get them in. Rollerblade guy, he wouldn't go on Rushmore for me now, no, but no, he could no. be Leicester City breaking into the top six over a new a new face. <laughs> um, the Fords, as I said, Martin and Eric are Man United, Man City for the top six. Like they're both come from the same household, same city. Um, you know the noisy neighbours, <laughs> the noisy brother. Um, Smiley's Liverpool to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. So that's, the, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah get, we'll have to go deeper into that. Um, bah, bah, bah. Crafty Bear Tweets has tweeted. The question. Um, got a few of them. I, I, sorry, I'll read the question first and then <laughs> say my answer. <laughs> the answer for the question. Um, here's one for you. How many former Sly Rovers players played in the first ever game at the Aviva Stadium? Now this was... Ireland, uh, League of Ireland 11 versus Man United. Bit of a trick question from the old crafty tricksters. Yeah, well, it's in the name. It's Crafty yeah, Beer yeah, Tweets. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had three I got. I got I got Indo, Piers, and Kirby. And yeah. you mentioned Rogers And Richie Wright. Richie Wright. And then Powell, Connor Powell. Was Con- in we wouldn't have got Connor Powell. No, in. so yeah. six, it seems to be Crafty Beer Tweets. Did you know it yourself? <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Um, he also asked... In the Joey and Doe Soccer AM special clip, as everyone's saying, that the flick were at which team were Rovers playing. Yeah, I know, I knew that straight away. Yeah, yeah. UCD out yeah. there the night. Yeah. yeah, University College Dublin. For all your academical needs, <laughs> call 016. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be a good sponsor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you, did you, no, oh, there was an open day in UCD. No, I didn't think I heard about it. Sorry, I remember. Such a session. <laughs> <laughs> there was a question overlooked a week or two ago, which reminds me. There was a, a yeah, cricket. We asked for Sligo IT. Oh, yeah. No, that was a Who question. Who asked that question? There was a question asked about... Will we go into this one, will we? Can do, yeah. It's a, it's a tale now. Yeah. What is it? Tell us your Sligo cricket club story. So, yeah, basically, there's a couple of cricket stories here, but it was yourself, Adrian, you played so in a, a, we, You played in the intervarsities. The intervarsities. The clubs and societies up, and we put the name down for the messing, like, and... <clears throat> So Sligo IT Sligo IT Intervarsities tournament Come on I told this notion of him Actually <laughs> But I didn't go into Such detail And uh, Sligo IT uh, Entertainment Intervarsity So it was indoor cricket So Sligo IT's First ever cricket game so Magic moment I think me and staff Might have been in the college And Heinze But there are a few characters Who weren't Joined in with us um, Fellow I think Brian McCann I shouldn't mention Because I'm going to get in trouble But he He <laughs> He'd been texting me to organize, he wouldn't be going. He said, I won't be traveling myself. So the bus will be at the IT at half seven Saturday morning and it'll bring you back. Or no, it didn't bring us back in. Then. That's another, that'll be in later in the story, but it'll bring you at half seven Saturday morning. And he goes, I'm not going. I was like, All right. So Brian, a few of the boys, and they came on, you <laughs> and Claire Clancy. And um, Berkey went, I think, didn't he? Yeah, mm. yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> so got in the bus. And Did you get given a kit or anything? or? No, this um, got on the bus and there was a guy, a South African guy there. Yeah. 
And he had invited brother, younger brothers, instead of in school. We didn't like that, even though we'd invited guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was two guys from Pakistan who Obviously played cricket, like big into the game. So the bus takes off at half seven to go to the intervarsity cricket tournament <coughs> and Galway, pulls out was it? Galway, yeah, and pulls it in GMIT hall, not a big hall, and pulls out the IT just at the fish and. It, can just opens <laughs> and like the Pakistani guy and the South African guys were there in their full cricket gear like, like we were just going out close for the night and um, was a comment about if I knew you were drinking if I knew, hit the can open and you went goes if I knew you were drinking I would have brought my guitar <laughs> <laughs> at half seven in the morning so I never actually I stopped off in Ballyhonest to pick up his friends who actually play cricket as well so I never got to go all as quick this book was outrageous Got us up, I, I, I don't know what time we got up, and it flew up the road and got to the, the University of Cricket Championships. Get ready to be out of the bus. <laughs> and um, sure, Lewin at that stage. So we played Trinity in the first game. Was <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, it a full 11 inside cricket game? No, it's, not, it's, it's indoors. It's, it's indoors. Yeah. So like if you only had your batter inside the room, we were both, we were, the rest of us were no feeling, the doors. Just your, yeah. And um, so I went out straight away. Bowled out straight away. Golden duck. Yeah. Um, didn't even get a swing. It was like, bowled out. And um, How many cans did he breathe that stage? Uh, six or seven, I'd say. Like. But, <laughs> what um, type of can as well? Side. It was cheap cider. No money. It wasn't no, Samson, was no, it? No, no, I had no money back then. Definitely. No money now. <laughs> 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 um, but McHugh arrived in. <laughs> and playing trendy. And the we took over the team. Like The fellas who could play cricket, we said, nah, nah, we'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> Opening oh, batsman. So didn't he so McHugh slight connected tackle? with the ball. Connected with so got a hit and ran and went down, touched the first wicket and back up the other one and <laughs> sitting sly tackle through the wicket and kick booted it over like and like man goes, You're out and he goes, oh! <laughs> <laughs> on purpose like it was sly tackle. So we done we all got put out straight away and went down to beside the Connacht Hotel. What's that hotel? Anyways, it was up for GMT, yeah, yeah. And had some date and a few more pints, and didn't bother going up to the cricket again. But there was a turned out there was a, a cricket ball that was in NUIG that evening. So I said, Fuck, after a day drinking all over Gala, we went over to that. <laughs> absolutely looing at it, like, and uh, they were serving a uh, curries, oh, disgusting stuff. Like, and it was the, the poshest thing ever. This ball, like the wolf guys in shirts and all, <laughs> we were in there looing. Rass leave, and that was the the bus didn't come for us the next day, either, and that was into, well didn't come for us. It probably did come for us at five o'clock after the cricket championship. <laughs> we weren't supposed to stay up on the beer. <laughs> that was the University Cricket Championship. Wow, off <laughs> <laughs> on a tangent there a bit. Um, who was next? Dad? Sorry. Um, we, we have another kind of related one again. Um, so it's from our, our our good friend of the podcast, Shady McGee again. Um, who do the panel think? I'm going to split this question in two. Right. right. So, who do the panel think is the most underrated Sligo sports person of all time? Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Ski McGee, Paul McGee there. Um, played for a variety of clubs against top class players. I obviously didn't see him play. Well, I did see him play, but I can't remember because he, he stopped around whatever. Yeah, he's still playing the early 90s. Yeah, yeah. Years, yeah. Um, 15 Ireland caps, which isn't tall. I know he hasn't been Sligo in recent years, you know. He's moved away, but it's. I was actually I was at a couple of QPR games in the recent past, and they right. still talk about him over there. He's serious, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, clearly, was something special. Um, I always remember his name growing up, but then I suppose like over time you fail. But I think he was. It's underrated that a Sligo man got 15 caps for Ireland and played at such a high level. Ross, um, Skimmy. <laughs> 
just trying to think. Of, no, I'm not, I wouldn't say underrated, but I just uh, someone that I want to catch up on the show at some stage is uh, David McGowan from Ballymote. Like at the time when <laughs> when rugby wasn't really massive, you know, in, in Sligo, like, you know, we weren't playing AAL, and he was managed to make it from uh, from Ballymote over to um, La Rochelle in France. So I think that's a pretty big achievement. So yeah, massive. Yeah, really another former team of ours. Yeah, played with Gaelic with him as well. Yeah, yeah. big man. Yeah. I'm going to go a bit left field with my answer, lads. Oh, yeah, I'm looking right. forward to so, this one. I think this is one of the most actually underrated Sligo sports people, sports achievements of all time. I'm going to go with the course record holder in Berties, <laughs> Joe Lang. Right. A good, strong St. Farnham's man. He, Joe Lang, small fella. He'd be Daniel Lang's father. Oh, no, sorry. But anyway. I know his uncle, so far. Yeah, go on. shot 39 in Berties. 39. 39. Thir- yeah, 15 under. Great. <laughs> And like it's 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 ridiculous. I remember that the day he shot it, my father was was playing the round with him, and I never seen him excited coming home. He's ever saying Lang's after shooting fifteen. So he three. I think. Three. I think he won hole in one. Oh, sorry. I think he, he might have even had a bogey in there, which makes it even wilder. Because I always David Curley. I in <coughs> I used to prop bet David Curley in Envy back in the glory days of 0405. But I was said he could find if he could find any man. To beat me in Berties, I challenged him for a thousand euro. <laughs> you would. Except for Joe Lang, yeah. But all I needed was the week's notice just to have a little bit of practice. Yeah. So he's the most underrated sports person of all Very time. Very good. <laughs> Very good. That's some stuff. Thir- 15 under. Like 39 is ridiculous. He's out in Berties a few times during the lockdown. Bad shape. <laughs> Jesus, the Greens. It's worse, yeah. than, worse than Saipan. We just give um, Curly a bit of kudos for beating Clancy in the fantasy football as well. Big time, yeah. Gary yeah. Clancy, not humble in defeat at all. No, no, it didn't take a while. Right, we better go on to the question. Oh, yeah, sorry. Stephen Hall. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, oh, there's 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 another part that. So there's kind of a two, a two for here. So then it was, and what did a panel think is Sligo's greatest sporting achievement? That's individual or teams. So this kind of wraps into Kelvin McHugh's question, who asked, who is Sligo's greatest, who is Sligo's greatest sports person in the team's opinion? So they're kind of related. Uh, yeah, well, I go, I stick with soccer because I just, it's just a global sport for Sligo's greatest sports person. It has to be Sean Fallon, like. Yeah, played 250 odd games for Celtic and then never mind as you said when assistant managers meant something he was assistant manager with Jock Stein when they won the 1967 European Cup, <laughs> Cup European Cup final like that's outrageous it's, 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 a nice, it's a nice twist to keep the Celtic fans back on board again now, so. <laughs> no but it's, out, it's outrageous Sean Fallon yeah. definitely for me has to be I'm going to go with I'll go with Mark Scannon actually yeah big uh, ones well, yeah. world junior championship cyclist winner um, sensational achievement looking back on it if, if you actually there's a couple of names in the race who went on to have uh, big careers in professional cycling. Oh, yeah. Just to, in such an individual sport to do that, something like that on your own. Massive. Great, ma- great achievement. Who's that? I can't, I can't think of someone. Greatest sports. Oh, that's because you said... What did I say? You said because uh, all the old rugby players were shit in Sligo back in the day. Yeah, that was what I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Celtic fans and the older Sligo <laughs> <laughs> Calvin Foley just appeared the window. <laughs> <laughs> Who's up? Uh, oh, sorry. When Clancy was mentioned there, add on to one of Stephen Holmes' questions. Oh yes. <laughs> um, he asked, uh, "Could you regale us of Gary Clancy's 2010 Connor final story?" Gary had a day. Now I didn't go on the bus with the usual crowd because we played a challenge match in Kilshimar that day. We had an awful session on the way up now. But I was on the bus. It's Clancy. it's mainly after is the yeah. story, isn't it? It is mainly after, yeah. 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 So, Burns yeah, so paused the match, yeah. The loss to Roscommon after beating fucking Galway oh, and my own way. But anyways, Bur- Mick Burns in Castlebar, nice wee small Paul, well-known, good GA man. Um, 
So Clancy we were here pre-match. Yeah, Clancy missed the bus. He went back after the game, obviously. Trying, yeah, okay. and missed the bus. Did he have his phone charging in there or something? No, I don't know. But he was asleep under the, the bed. Well, I won't say anyway. Yeah, he was asleep yeah. in the bed. So Mick f- Gary's father was so also. We got the bus back. Yeah, we? he did. Yeah, we, we couldn't find and, him. Or yeah, didn't. and Gary's father was also at the game, and he went home. Yeah, because he thought he was on the bus. Yeah. And Mick Byrne ended up bringing Gary's father when he was going... Uh, Sligo Park? No, this is... Yeah, turn your mind about it. He's, yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he wasn't as far on this time, Dad. You're yeah, a young yeah. fella here, blah, blah, blah. And, and Gary's father had like his younger sister and one of her friends on a day out at the game as well and had to turn back and went to Castle Bar against all the traffic to go find him. So got back to Castle Bar, whatever time this was, and no sign of the book. <laughs> and the barman goes, no, no, he left after a while ago. Turns out he had... So Gary Clancy goes back down the road again, gets a Sligo Park this time. Gary Clancy goes down the road, yeah. yeah. Turns out Gary had not, was still around the pub premises and had, appear, had appeared again. Mick Byrne rings again. Oh, that book's here again. At this stage, Jerry was out to Sligo Park. So he'd gone up and down. This is his third time going to Castle Bar that day. Had to go up and collect them again. <laughs> and then there's something else at the end. I can't even think. Something else happened on the way home. <laughs> I can't remember. I'd say he didn't get to dinner for a week. <laughs> so that's his number. That's his uh, Stephen Hone. That's his... Um, that's the Bucks 2010 kind of final story. And then he asked as well, Roscoe, let you, well, you were mentioning this, uh, question if possible for Willie Rogers or maybe Ross. Uh, can you shed some light on whether the dispute between the rugby club and Strand Celtic was ever resolved after the infamous MM phone call? <coughs> what happened to the lads for Portumna? That's simple enough. That they gang went, of lads went back to Portumna. They, they, didn't, they didn't get any ball. And no. Were, there was no accommodation made. No, um, I don't think there was. Any, I don't think there was anything ever uh, made of it. No, if you listen as well, Morris uh, asked, "Do you know who I am?" So we can only ascertain from that that he has some connections with the rugby club. Yeah, he said, well, uh, nothing happened. No, no hard feelings. No hard feelings. As no. I said, you have two, did two lovely pitches up there at the yeah. rugby club. It was said. Yeah, um, never got under the play. But yeah. look, I know for a fact that pitch isn't closed. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, what's next? Uh, where are we? Cheese uh, lads, blood in, isn't there? There's a lot of questions. I'm definitely forgetting um, something. Hold on now, I had one there up a minute ago. That's when you give away the big prizes. Yeah. <laughs> you give away the prizes, they will they will message oh, you. Yeah. What did you do anyways? Oh, I have one here. Um, I don't know this guy as much. Luke, uh, Duke McDonald, Luke McDonald, must be, whatever happened to Rick the con artist barber at Alfie's? <laughs> did he chat to everyone else about GTA and FIFA? Did his wife pretend to be his daughter? I'm not an undercover cop. I'm just a man looking to find out who really cut my hair. That's the infamous Ricky Jones. I don't, I heard him, I don't really know him. You'll have to take away him, Mert. I, don't I remember him vaguely. Yeah, I vaguely, I, I remember getting my hair cut by him and myself. Yeah, same. And it was one of them, uh, I think it must have been a Scorchio summer back in 06 or 07. Yeah. Their neck was burned, you know. Oh. So uh, Ricky, Tricky Ricky was saying, uh, he's like, oh, he goes, were you away? He goes, you have a great colour in your neck. I says, oh, I was, I was over oh, in Spain. What a charmer. I was over in Spain, Ricky. He goes, ah, oh, what part, what part, maybe? And, uh, so I bluffed him along anyway, but he fell for the story. So I suppose so you maybe him. I can't, <laughs> the con man. Um, so that's whatever happened to him. Whatever so happened, I, I think know. nobody ever found out, did they? Did he chat to everyone about about GTA and FIFA? I don't know. I think he talked to town for a few pounds, didn't he? He talked to town for a few pounds. Did he? Yeah? yeah, with fake schemes. Fake schemes, something to do with a gym or something. Yeah, he was going to open a, bit, a gym. Wasn't yeah, that's yeah. Tricky, looking, looking for loans and everything. Jeez, oh, did he? The last, the last bit of this question is: Did he? Did his wife pretend to be his daughter? <laughs> <laughs> don't know how to be or achieved by that in some yeah, sort of yeah, scheme. Um, do you get a good <laughs> Ponzi scheme? Unless he got some grand single parent grant. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, yeah, very, very good sport related question there again. Uh, Roscoe, where are you? I've nothing else, I don't think. Uh, I definitely one more. There's definitely questions here, yeah. Oh, the, the, the Hutch. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, go. I don't have it here. 
I don't have it either. <laughs> oh, hold on there. It was a, it was a, a yeah, mansion. Yeah, it was there. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was, it was sorry, 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 yeah. yeah, sorry. I have it here now. Oh, uh, which Sligo Leitrim club did Jerry the Monk Hutch get their release to play for when he was a prison in Lachlan House <laughs> in the 1980s? Now, this is something we don't know the answer to. You heard a rumour, though? We heard a rumour that it was Strand Celtic. Who will get Jerry Hutch out of Lachlan House going to Strand Celtic to play, I wonder? How's the new stand going, Dirk? Very good, yeah. Got a got a mystery donor. <laughs> um, he's a lovely footballer by all accounts. I remember him. He'd sneak in the back door, <laughs> the back door burglar to call him. And uh, that's a good question. So Jerry Hutch got out of Blaine House. Apparently, so this is now to play junior we soccer. We don't know game. if it's Sligo Town myth or Sligo Town truth. Right? Can anyone shed light yeah, on that? Yeah, team shoot. Yeah. Team shoot or something. It's a good question. Uh, Great question. Need light to be shed on that. Um, okay, on here. <coughs> this is from um, Nevin in Ross's Point. Good evening. My question is for all the gang, uh, Tansy included. Just wondering, in your opinion on the sorry, just wondering your opinion on the lack of a bowling alley in Sligo. Also, Murty, is it true you performed a seven ten split at the old bowling alley while attending Rona Foley's eleventh birthday party in nineteen ninety seven? Gary's got the story spot on there. Yeah, Nevin, I, I Nevin, did. Wasn't er, <laughs> Nevin, Nevin. <laughs> <laughs> Nevin's got the story spot on there. Except it was uh, Rona Foley's fourteenth birthday. So, so it wasn't but I, 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 I nailed the seven ten split and the little balloon came out. Yeah. Just, just, just to say that congratulations, you've done a seven ten uh, split. Good additions to the town now, bowling alley. I was only it. thinking, funny story, you mentioned that Kerry beat in Sligo earlier. I was at a birthday party that day. I was raging I wasn't at the game. So who was born in October? I can't think. So it would have been 11, yeah. So uh, yeah, missed the bowling alley. Like, if that was around when we were 17, 18, si- no, sorry, we, were, we know who we were in 17, 18, <laughs> <laughs> 14, 15, we could have really hung out there. We could have hung out down there. Down with yeah. the docks. Yeah, yeah. docks. <laughs> Le- leg up against the wall. So, uh, what's your opinion of the back of bowling? Yeah, it needs to come back. Yeah, it'd be great, wouldn't it? Pansy, yeah? Yeah, totally agree. Any bit of bowling in you? I can control a ball, I don't want to hit it. Well, if you want to something, Jesus. Um, <laughs> I used to like cooling the fingers on the little air thing to make it look like I knew what I was doing. Um, Showing up with your own ball is really like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Could you buy a ball? Or like, get a home with ball. It's, a, a it's, it's one of them sports like bowling if you show up with your own ball or like rocking up to the embassy just, with your own super cue. Like, yeah. Do you know? Yeah, I do see bucks walking around town with the old cues. <laughs> Come on. <now. laughs> um, have we got anything, Ross? No, nothing. Uh, oh, sorry. Peter Meehan asked us. Oh, yeah. Uh, the top three best pubs in Sligo. No. So your top three favourites. Oh, that's a tough question. Now. And yeah. you, you were after doing the World Cup of pubs as well. Yeah. Right? Exactly, yeah. Is it just, is this posthumous or are we, are we old oh, pubs no, you or can current pubs? I'd say join an old pub here if you want to. You're saying commas, are you? Uh, no, uh, well, it was up there, but yeah, no, the old McHugh's for me was my, my Macca. Can't beat it. Oh, Jesus. Old shenanigans. Old, old shenanigans. Old shenanigans we were them. upstairs in the old yes, shenanigans. After the grad, we were up yeah, there. Yeah. We were reefed out of there by the mother the day after the grad. <laughs> Hadn't come home. No, that was bad. She yeah. called, I called her bluff. She's like, oh, she's like, I'm in shenanigans. Like, I'm coming to collect you. I, I didn't think she was, but she fucking came and got me. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Noah Boyle for some stout parenting. Um, so, who asked that question? The best top three pubs? Um, it's tough. Uh, that's a tough one to think about. I don't want to. I don't want to burn bridges. <laughs> Although I burnt a few on the inbox. Remember I was mentioning the old strand earlier. Uh, where the ship was great. The ship, yeah. Ah, sure, the ship. Jesus yeah. Christ. Some fella had a video up on Twitter last night. You mightn't have seen it. Of, um, this guy, he was, he was sitting in his car and videoing a guy getting a pizza delivered. A big fat fella. And like then he pans the video just across the road and Domino's is directly across yeah, the road. Yeah, yeah, I see. see it? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
We used to get pizza delivered, yeah. if you know where the ship is, from Domino's into the ship. Remember the time you at most, it's 16 steps. Very <laughs> most. Remember, I lived beside the ship and there was a bathtub in the hallway. The, bath, the yeah. bathtub was the taken bath to the ship, yeah. It's a great picture of the bathtub. Yeah. Uh, ship was outrageous. Ship was outrageous if the kids right, so over. Look, straight off the block, no Old ship. top three pubs. Yeah. Um, old Strand, Old Ship, and where do I like for a pint of Guinness? Um, Connolly's, Connolly's, Connolly's. What about the old uh, front bar envy days? <laughs> Jesus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, your three? Oh, I've, I've gone, I've gone McHugh's, um, yeah, just I go for front bar envy before half ten. What was it? Half ten, eleven, in <laughs> yeah. for free. In for free, <laughs> half ten, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What was it in? And he was a five, really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a, that was a huge save in back end. Nagins, yeah. Nagins. So, uh, what else? Um, Get me an ambulance for that night. <laughs> oh, Jesus, yeah. What did you have there? Right? Go ahead. Yeah. Number oh. three. Number three. Um, I enjoyed my time in the village now when I was living beside it in Hollymount, so I'm going to give them, give them a shout there for me. Village, right? Oh, I suppose I heard to say something. Uh, I will go... <laughs> I love the old ship as well. Great yeah. pub. The old ship, um, the old Ark, we only drank ah, after Jesus hours. Christ yeah. almighty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a room number written, some, in, your, a room number written in your hand. Were you, <laughs> were you older than like we put up to a room? Yeah, we were in the police camera. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was in a room, like. <laughs> 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 we, were, we, were in the, we were in the bath one night yeah, in the police yeah. camera. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I give Conway's a shout out as well. Conway's, yeah. Sold it up. Conway's up high street. I've gone for three clothes pubs there. Some amount of wrestlers stayed in that dark bar. Special shout to Howley's and Curry. Oh, definitely, yeah. Big special shout to Howley's and Curry. Is that all the questions? I think we're true. I think we're Quite. That was a lot. Are we picking a winner now. Uh, yeah, so we've two, we've two prizes to give away. Right. So the Rovers goodie bag um, and uh, Lockhill Brewery. So we're giving away two prizes. Yeah. Um, who asked greatest sports person? Kelvin McHugh. He, he, Kelvin McHugh asked who his life was greatest. Sports I think person. that I'm going to give one track because yeah. it was hard. as was the actual thinker. Like yeah. Um, right. I would. And then is it, a, is it one of the jokier questions then uh, to get another prize? I think I'd be heading towards the either the Dominic Story one about how many goals we score. Yeah. Or now or the Mount Rushmore side with town characters. Yeah. Kernin the good one too. Well that wasn't about the hutch. Yeah. Um then the breakfast roll. Yeah, I enjoyed that. That, that was a great question. Uh, too. I'm hungry now, think. The lunchbox. The lunchbox. Tano. <laughs> the oh, Tano picked the last one. Tano. Go. Dominic yeah, Stories. Really Celtic, Celtic one. Yeah. Yeah. Hard luck to the runners up. Um, yeah, great questions, lads. So that was the audience takeover. Went yeah. well? Yeah. Okay. Enjoyed that. Bit of dancer to come back. Oh, the Sligo, Sligo dancer. There's a Kaylee in the tavern. Come on in. Will you take the ball the down the field? What are you doing? On the floor again. Okay, Sligo dancer. This week we will catch up. We're one behind. Yeah, okay. Oh, no, catch up and the polls, but this week we're going out to the Four Lights and we're going to the Mandarin Court. Yeah, they're getting delivered. Yeah, the they're underwear the underwear's getting delivered. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have to get... Like, like, I was laughing at the fridge there to myself the other day. <laughs> you nominated a fridge. I'm looking forward to how it does in the polls. Um, I'm going straight out with my nomination. Mentioned earlier, the Sligo Rovers digital marketing team. Some great tweets out and videos out. Yeah. Uh, unveiling stuff, suspense, and then even the billboards out in around the town. Yeah. Seven, seven billboards outside <laughs> Cranmore. <I don't> <laughs> they do a good job. The billboards all over the town now, so they're really and thanking the Sligo people. But thank you, Sligo Rovers Digital American Team. So they're my Sligo dancer of the week. Let's go. I am going to go. Spoke with her earlier, Caroline Curd. 
dance of the week involved with Limerick there. That's my one, yeah. All out of medals. Uh, I will bring it home with uh, a man making his return home, actually. Oh, nice way. Right. Romeo, Romeo, where art thou? Wherefore art thou? We now know where thou art, Romeo. So he gets my nomination. <laughs> Shakespearean <Terrible>. sign off. <laughs> cool John McLaughlin. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Oh. Uh, so Romeo you I want to go Romeo yeah right Caroline Curd yep Romeo Sly Grover's Digital American Team okay boom lock of the week coming up it'll be smooth Jimmy's lock of the week ooh that's a big lock alright okay welcome to the the final piece of the jigsaw where am I going with this uh, <laughs> lock of the week Marty take We're it back. away right we now know. some men could do it away and I think I'm three weeks in a row I got my one. I, I'm four from six. Right, I don't know that what means I am. I must be doing poorly. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll right. get it in. We'll get it through. Uh, Adrian, you've gone for Dublin minus six in the All Ireland final on Saturday. Yeah, that's what I've gone for. Exactly. Uh, minus six, 11 10. I know it's a bit risky. No, it's six is a bit in jail, but I think Dub's power might just pull them away. I kind of half hope I'm wrong, but I think minus six, Dublin, yeah. Roscoe. I'm going for a Connacht to beat Bristol in the showgrounds or the sports grounds on Sunday. <laughs> 11 to That's 10. That's on Sunday. Sunday, yeah. And they're 11 to 10 as well. They're 11 very to 10 good, as well. Very good, very yeah. good. And then I'm going to put in a bit of a, maybe I should be going for something that's safer. I'm going to go with Everton at home to Arsenal on Saturday at half five because Arsenal are dog shit, aren't they? Saturday at half five, right. Yeah. 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 I didn't even watch them yesterday to be honest, but they were supposed to be turgid stuff, was it? Yeah, so, oh, turgid. So that <laughs> treble pays, uh, actually pays 9.58 to one. So just to recap, Dublin minus six, Connacht to beat Bristol and Everton to beat Arsenal. Okay. That was another show, lads. Good one. Flew along again. Enjoyable. So, yeah, so this Saturday now we might try. Uh, so we're going to wrap up the Saturday, are we, for the f- season one? Season. Yeah, it might be. It might be us. Next Saturday maybe our last show. Hmm. Could be. Our, yeah. Other things. In the, other things going on and costs, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but look, know, yeah, yeah, we might do a. a Didn't show. think we'd get this far, did we? But no, and a great response. And we must mention the iTunes charts. Yeah, yeah. Got into the top eleven there. That's just crazy. That's insane, it's a bit but weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, actually. I got noticed in the street for the first time. Um, I was in Balna working last week. And like, how would you notice me in the street? Because it's my voice. He goes, the that does the podcast. So is that to you? Yeah. But I go, oh, the fuck in the podcast. Fella shouted me in uh, Balna across the street. He must have been Sligo. And I didn't, I kind of panicked when you're talking here away in Grand Talking, but I didn't know what to say. So you go, oh, you cunt, you. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to abuse people with a microphone. That's all I said to him. Yeah. <laughs> so I was giving away like, a, a nice appreciation of the podcast. Oh, you cunt. <laughs> But um, yeah, back next week. Uh, that was good, lads. The correspondence there that for the big prizes, Dominic Story and Kelvin McHugh. Yeah. They were the winners. Um, anything else? No, that's a wrap no. up. So festive episode or Christmas special, we'll call it next Saturday. Yeah. And up Mayo, Ross. Up Mayo. Up Mayo. Thank you, lads. Thanks, Danzy. I'm going back to where the beach is near. Oh, the beer is to you. There's plenty of other women out of the crowd. Walk your hand in one second, the whistle is gone, strand, and Sligo Rovers are the champion. By the riverside, you can match the tide of all as people. Well, I'm being told that Average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Back in the room, back in the room, back in the bookie shop, I don't know. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 